It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Your Saturday Arvos, sorted. Welcome to Let It Ride on SEN. Things really ominous here. Right to left, long pass away. Dejanazi, Gutherson, Numbers. Gutherson away. Here's the hat trick for Sivo. Sivo picks up the third, and there's still 16 minutes remaining the first up. Right hand side now, the pass comes to Brown. Did he play a major part? Gutherson, Gutherson, he's got wheels. Gutherson's going to score another. Four first half tries for the Parramatta Reels. And Parramatta make it 22 points to four and a kick to Egan go. dummy half, and Noah Blake has to play a ball-making role. Now here's Pompey, and Adam Pompey goes in. Oh, that was too easy for the Warriors. The Dragons' defence just opened up, and Adam Pompey gets the Warriors going first. Egan out the back, Johnson. Johnson away to Charns. Charns got the ball, oh. and Charns! <laughs> Michael Cookstar <laughs> scores a try. Here's a game. Lovely ball, almost an intercept, but it's a saloon passage to the try line for Murray Talalangi. And we've got our first points in the second half. The Cowboys extend their lead. Yeah, welcome to the program. What is it called? Uh, Let it ride, I yeah. think it's called, on yeah. a Saturday. Yeah, uh, that's what we do here. Uh, that voice that eh, you heard there was Scotty Sattler halfway through his Pepsi, uh, which is fantastic. And a bit of fresh blood, a bit of uh, injection of youth. Relatively, yeah. uh, Steve O'Keefe. You've 40. always had one over him, haven't you? Over the years, oh, tell us well. the story, Jim. Oh. Come on. Well, well, see, I don't repeat. remember it. Bore the listeners right. again. So you were thirty-five. <laughs> Socky was fourteen, playing again, third grade. No, no, no. We've worked it out. I've looked at your age. You're thirty-eight. I know you're thirty-eight. So. Turning thirty-nine. Yeah. Turning thirty-nine. So you 30, were fourteen. Were you fourteen or fifteen? You were um, fifteen. Uh, how old were you, Sock? You is, that, is that coming through? Can you hear me? Okay, I just can't hear myself. Um, I was about 15 when you were still playing professional football at this stage. So I just watched you play for the Bunnies yeah. in another devastating loss, which was my <laughs> childhood. And then hang on, hang on. on the Sunday, I, I had to turn up, game. not only double down on the poor performance with the Bunnies, I had mm. to then watch you come in and take seven for against the Hawkesbury <laughs> and rip the heart out of an under-16s team. It was an under-16s. Crying back to mums. It was Third grade. It was something not. about it. You Do and you Greg Matthews, a couple of old blokes. You just oh. couldn't let it go. Very similarities between you and the Mo. Do you, Do you remember how Jeans and white sand shoes. Yeah, is that, <laughs> that a right? faux pas? Mm. Yuck. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, get back to uh, Jeans and white sand shoes. So you were 15. Yeah. Jimmy's. Yeah. Uh, so was Jimmy like a? Was he? Was he like a? Uh, get, did he get a lot of movement with the ball, or he just bullied blokes? Yeah, you know, big posture. Mm. You know, fresh <laughs> off a loss, he had a point to prove, and yeah. he just thought, "What's yeah. a better way of doing it than just lining up against this weak Hawkesbury outfit?" Um, um, but good on you for coming back and playing for the mighty Eastern Suburbs <laughs> Cricket Club. And talking about clubbies at a special level, Hayden Schwoss. 150th game today for the Burley Bears. Finished first, got the minor premiership Finished in the first. Host Plus Cup. Yeah, now, what, he's the third player only at the Burley Bears, so big shout-out to Hayden. He's playing today. Good What's player. the connection there for you? Uh, married to uh, my fiancé's 
sister. So brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yeah. So he, brother he married yeah. Eden Cartwright. Yes. Right. Yeah, there you the go. elder of the Cartwright clan. Uh, every story I click on now on news, I don't know what it says about me, but it's written by Lexi Cartwright. Yeah, mm. she's like, very she's um, prolific. Yeah, she does turn, good turnover rate. Right, good uh, Yeah, like she's a tomboy a from of, the riff. Is yeah, that right? She's a yeah. tomboy old Lex. She does entertainment. Uh, all right, so we're letting it ride. Uh, we've got a welcome sock. Yeah, we do sock. Uh, now, Rose Hill race seven and eight, including the Group One San Domenico Stakes and Mooney Valley race five and six. So. What you need to do is join a team, right? That's how it works. You've got Team Sock, Team Sats, and Team Smith. Do you want to give yourself – he's got Sock. Do you want to give yourself a name or – Oh, yeah, Big Jim. Uh, no. Something other than that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you checked your working with children's check? Has anyone checked it when we were playing 20 years ago? Any <laughs> blue cards around there? He's sort of at the end of the game as well. He's the sort of bloke that's come into the, the sheds when we're, you know – not having a shower, Come but Jimmy's on. out the front there just That's showing all lie. the water. That's yeah. a Still lie. Still the toothbrush yeah. with the towel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, we've got 14-6 uh, is the halftime score. We've got the Titans, who are one of the elite teams in the NRLW. They're over the Dragons. And you saw – what was that? You spotted something that was a little disconcerting. Halftime, Jamie Sauer talking to his players in blue jeans. Could be chinos. Mm. With white sand shoes. Very okay. Jerry Seinfeld looking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's get it go. Uh, let's get let it ride going. What a threesome on a Saturday. Arvo says Mick. Uh, and then someone else wrote Jimmy the Flat Track Bully, LOL. Yeah. And yeah. you've just put him into my team, Alex. Okay. That's fair. He or she. Uh, don't, uh, team Sock, very popular here. Yeah, he always is. He's very is popular. He? Side Man of the people. Yeah. 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 It's because I do some homework on my tips. Do you? Yeah. How's that been going for you? He's been winning, but he can't even pronounce a horse's name. <laughs> You've got to get me to read the but team. He, Number seven? Yeah. But, he, but he's, he's won more often than not. Yeah. So that's what I'd have to say. You've got to get me to read some of the names out. Okay. It's quite comical. Yeah, go through yeah. the, go through the form guide. In its own. Uh, it reminds me of a mate. Uh, we saw him the other day, Stewie Dickinson, out there at Camden. And uh, at his 50th, they had it at Rose Hill Racecourse. And they were talking about uh, one of the stories they told was when he was like seven, eight, nine, his dad used to take him to Rose Hill. Right, but he'd say, and he'd get get with his mates, and they'd all say to him, "Listen, you can't tell your mother where you've been. You've been to the zoo. You've been to the zoo. All right, you can't <laughs> tell." Okay, okay, okay. So he gets home, and uh, she said, "Oh, how was it?" He said, "Yeah, it was great. Which animal did you like the most? The four. It's kind of right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Yeah, Barry got in trouble again, that one. Uh, now, before we get stuck into yeah. this and we'll get our tips and uh, et cetera, et cetera, can we ask Socky as a huge South Sydney Rabbitohs fan, given the week that's been, and indeed up to last week with that game against Newcastle, thoughts on the week that has been for the South Sydney Rabbitohs? Yeah, it's been, it's been disappointing as a Bunnies fan just because it's come to light. You know, I'm sure this stuff goes on uh, in other change rooms and other training sessions and video stuff, but it's how much it gets highlighted. And fair enough. You can understand South after 11 games, it, you know, they've got, a, they've got a point to prove. They're, the defensive record's up there with the best, uh, under 12 or 13 points a game. And then you fast forward to the last two months when we're up against the Knights. It was almost like watching the South Sydney in the first 11 rounds, they had great attitude in defence, great work. I think their left edge was working smoothly and we just looked clunky and like a team who hadn't met each other, Yep. let alone a team that has eight or nine international stars picking up. So that's my one hope. My one hope is that with the 10 days off, with all this stuff put to bed, they can go refresh, reset and come out and do it. If they're an inexperienced team, you'd probably think no, 
But you'd like to think with a few senior heads in that team that they'd they'd get it together. Do you think it was a coincidence that it all came to light this week, knowing the the buy was going to be this week, so it wasn't going to affect any. Yeah, I think that would have given them more time. That's right. So yeah. would have given them a bit time to to take it all. Particularly Sammy Burgess. That's a disheartening for me. That's the canary in the coal mine. When he's not there for the end of the year, as a Souths player, a bloke who knows how to win, he says, "Right, I'm off now." And and fair enough, he's got some other priorities. But I know that would be killing him personally, mm. not knowing him, but looking from an outside in. I would want that guy around that team as much as possible. He's got a brother still playing there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is yeah. he playing there next year? There's all these little yeah. flow-on effects. And, that... and it won't be amazing if they if they dust up the chooks and go deep into the finals, it'll be a mute point. Freddie but... made a really good point a few weeks ago on the footy show on Sunday. He said, the way Souths are playing at the moment, I feel as though that they're just waiting to get to the finals. I mm. thought he hit the nail on the head. Yeah. They're sort of, when we get to the finals, we'll go to another level. You got to make the finals first. And yeah, they they can't afford to be in that that headspace that we. When we get to the finals, we'll turn it on. Well, Joey, jo- uh, Maddie Johns said it really well, and 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 Cooper Cronk, they were like, you can't afford to think like that if mm. that's the way they're thinking, and then have so many mistakes when you're playing carefree because all of a sudden you go from being this great defensive team and this synergy on the left hand side, and they're really starting to get the right side with Kalam and Tungy, yep. who sort of is in the middle now. He's, yep. He was like peaking, then flattened out. Yep. To now just, you know, dropping a lot of balls, making a lot of errors on both sides of the field, a little bit of disappointment. And then once you do that for six weeks, that, that becomes who you are. You can't just, it's not a switch that you can turn on and go, oh, it's finals, here we are. Exactly. As I said, the only point to that on the other side of the fence is that it, it is a team filled with international. Yeah. Super, you, you, you know on a day they can have a bad four weeks and might be able to turn it around. Well, and not all teams are equal, right? Not all teams are the same. So a Cooper Cronk Melbourne Storm side under Craig Bellamy with Cameron Smith and Billy Slater there doesn't feel like a team that's going to let any sort of standards drop. But if you look at this South Sydney side and you go, you know, I know he won't be there for that game against the Roosters, but if if Cody and Damian Cook and Keen Kalamatungi and Tom Burgess and Cam Murray, they just Who go, right, boys, let's go. <laughs> I can still see it. Mm. The problem is that we've been saying that for six weeks. So, and, and I, I, I really thought Newcastle. Well, I thought this is it. I do want to ask a couple of guys who are professional and experts in the game. When when you're letting in 28 points consistently, mm. and then, but you know, in the first 11, 12 weeks, they're out, you're only letting 13. Surely that's to me the outside. That's just work ethic and attitude. attitude. That's what I mean, Perfect. and that's what yeah. stinks. It. All it is. So even though as a punter you're sitting at home watching it, you, that's a reflection of how this team's thinking and gelling together is 28 points every week for when it counts the most. So surely that's just going back and working your backside off, doing the extra things at training, spending an hour longer at the back end and at the start to get these things right because they're clearly not right. Mm. And that's why Sam's not there. Like Sam's saying, that's not what we're doing. So we need to do that. Mm. And that's what I said earlier about the, the, the point is the bloke who wants you all to work harder, he's the guy you got rid of. Or walked out, or whichever yeah. way you want to. That that's the strange thing about it. Have your say on that too. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What was it? No, nothing. I know. I was just saying, chime in, get on the back of the bunny. I know I'd like to ride the roosters when they're doing well, but this is the bunnies' time. So if you're not a fan of the bunnies, let us know about it. Final team, <laughs> Storm Titans. Yes. So let's go to that. Have you got a, Have you got a drum roll? Backlines are the same. However, what's the, what's the latest inclusions? However, just a minute. Uh, Coach oh, K would have had it. Anyway, uh, Bronson Garlic into the starting side. Harry Grant to the bench. We interviewed Harry a couple of weeks ago. He said, I actually really enjoy the role. What? Of the bench. Me? I love. Oh, he said, I actually enjoy coming off the bench. Yeah. Why do you see the benefits of it? They save an interchange. 
Yeah, exactly. The benefits of Harry coming off the bench? Yeah. No, I... <laughs> you don't see any benefit to I, it. I just, as an opposition player, I'd, I'd, I'd be terrified of Harry Grant yeah. playing 80 minutes. Yep. Mm. Especially so, the big forwards. But I'm not, I'm not going to question Craig Bellamy as well. <laughs> See, I, I think they're probably saying he's – he's he's and it's not that he's – you get caught into, oh, he's not an 80-minute player. It's just that his best minutes are 60 minutes. So if you say if you believe that, then say, if we bring him on at the 20-minute mark, there's all the benefits of associated with, you know, uh, speed a little bit gone out of the game or the big collisions – you know, they mm. happen all the game. But but then also, you go, right, we save an interchange. Yep. But look, Bronson Garlic out of dummy half is nothing like Harry Grant. Well, not, a, not many are, right? Well, Melbourne have always been based on how good they are defensively, and Bronson Garlic is really good defensively. Yep. So is Harry, but but just so they're opening 15, 20 minutes, they just get in a really good routine, yep. good contact, control the ruck, and bring Harry on to pick the pieces apart. Isaac Liu into the starting side for the Titans. So Harry Grant back to the bench. And the bench now for the Titans, Cruz Lemming, Joe Stimson, Jacob Alec, and Keanu Keeney. What are you made of Keanu? Good player. Yeah. I'm not sure what, what role he's going to play moving forward. He's he's a fullback. In playing the halves, does he play a little bit of dummy half? I think he's just going to be a really good number 14 in his career. Uh, what about the the right foot step that he's got? I was watching that oh, game against the Sharks and went, whoa, mm. look at that. Uh, just incredible. So here's the interchange for the Melbourne Storm. It was sad to see J- uh, Jaden Campbell go down last week. Mm. Glad it's on an ACL. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, it was hard to see. Harry Grant, Tom Eisenhuth, Tepai Moro, and well, Ryan good, Pappenhausen. Good, good pronunciation. That. Thank you. Can you Pappenhausen. Do that once more? No. Tepai Moro. Moro. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Pappenhausen's back. So this is so exciting. We how many wow. minutes do you see him playing, man? Good question. Okay, so let's 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 have a look at this game, and you're going to be Craig Bellamy, and you're going to be Craig Bellamy. Okay. Righto, you got this bloke with the long hair down there warming up all mm-hmm. the time on the sideline. When do you put him on? Let, let's assume there's no injuries. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it, I mean, the game situation will have a big part in it. But I just yes. feel, I feel for someone like Nick Meany, who well, he, kno- he knows he knows what's going on, but yeah, like, he so, always so has... okay. Well, if the idea is to get him fit to start at one, yeah, I'm probably looking at a minimum thirty minutes or something like that. I'd get him on five so, minutes before half time, right? Yeah, I'd I'd get him just the blood pumping leading into half time, yeah, and then I'd just and then let him release him half. for the second half, yeah, fullback. Yeah, fullback, absolutely. I would so start, not not at not at a sort of a thirteen nah, raving nah, nah, fullback. I just, I just think we can try to overcomplicate things, right? You know, he has had a harder training preparation than anyone that's playing in the NRL right now. The last fourteen months, mm. he's about four or five kilos heavier. He's hasn't lost one bit of speed of his speed. Yeah, and I I would have started him myself, but I can see why they're going to get him out of that that first five or ten minutes contact. You know who's I I think. Is nervous for this. Nick Meany's been exceptional this year and probably exceeded all expectations. So young Tonomapia and Marion Seve, they're the ones that you're going, mm, probably young Tonomapia. They're concerned about Justin Ollum's commitment. Really? Yeah. they think they Justin Ollum. They think he's just dropped off a little bit this year, hence why he's found himself in second grade. He was like a – when he was at his peak, mm. you know, last year and – 
I don't know. It must be so hard to maintain the intensity that he does because he would—he was the epitome of putting your head where you wouldn't put your feet. Exactly. Like he was a proper bulldog. Yeah. So it's hard to maintain that sort of standard. But just maybe on the Pappenhausen thing, did anyone watch Metcalf, his return after a big layaway? We spoke his, about it last night. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just so that was ago. really tragic to see that. Yeah. You know, rushing a guy back too early, you know, would there be that sort of thing hangling over, you know, a Pappenhausen game, you know, is it worth <sighs> to play him 20 minutes early? Yeah. It's too late sort of thing. Which I think they sort of did in the Queensland Cup, didn't they? Yeah. They gave him 30 minutes and then they gave him full well, game. They gave him a half a game, then they gave him a full game, then they gave him full game. So you're like, right, that's it. You, okay. And that's not that far away from, like, all the things he had to do there is what he's going to have to do in the NRL. The Luke Metcalf one is so unfortunate oh, for that young bloke. See the kid crying yeah. on the sideline? Yeah. I, mean, I thought he'd had a head knock because he was so just holding I. his head. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not his. And then he's, you could just see all this work that he'd put in. Yeah. Months and months of work, and it just it was so innocuous as well. So yep. here's the question: You talked about the status within a club. Mm-hmm. Has Luke Metcalf got himself to a point where they send him to Bill Knowles in Philadelphia? Yes, in a wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then he runs back. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. I think he's that important to the okay. to the franchise. Okay, moving there you go. forward. Uh, the I thing- couldn't believe the Sharks let him go. There was I, always the talk about him, wasn't oh, there? I remember watching him in lower grades just thinking, this kid is going to be something. He's lightning quick. Mm. He's just thinks run first all the time. And, and then when he went to the Warriors, I was happy for the Warriors, but I thought, oh, he's, he's a good player, this kid. Back on the, the, the genius that is the hamstring maestro. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Knowles. What thoughts with Bill maybe, maybe paying to get him come out here and then you can send maybe eight guys with hamstring injuries to him at once? Good. Great business decision, Socky. <laughs> We're sending blokes over at 60 grand a pop Yeah. to see him one-on-one. I'm like, why don't we just organise a month where we can just get all the blokes in the pre-season to come out and see, just have a This is why you see. Can I, can I uh, offer Object. a counter, a yeah, counter position to that? Yeah. Do you think, come on, money bags. Do you, do you think, what portion of his total revenue comes from these little athletes from Australia? Like he's in huge demand for every sport in North America okay. and, and, oh, and in Europe. Yep. Nepotism at a, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. cynicism, cynicism, patriotism. No, it's not cynicism. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. You See, know the thing I love about. You might want your new experience and come mm. down. <laughs> not enjoy it. Or we're all going to Vegas next year. Mm. Get Bill there in yeah. the week leading up to it. Yeah. Might fix your hemi or the calf. Yeah, mine's Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> Old man's injury. So, so the thing the about Luke Metcalf is Fetlock, and it goes back to the the Luke Brooks thing, right? You, it's so important that a coach gets you to play what you can play. Yep. Luke Brooks was never an organising halfback. Don't make him be an organising halfback. That's not Luke Metcalf. Be a running halfback. Be a running half. Just do that, mate. And let Sean look after everything else. Wade Egan, they do it. No problem. Number six, isn't he? And uh, Torhu Harris. The best thing I love about Justin Owen is this, that after secondary school, mm-hmm. he went to the Papua New Guinea University of Technology yes. and has completed a bachelor's degree in applied physics. Yep. It's amazing, isn't it? That's yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, absolutely. That blows me away. Yeah, that's really intelligent for a footballer. We'll put a hashtag. Oh, wow. Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where are you going with that? Yeah, current. Who's current the smartest rugby the, league player yeah, that's played a, with Jim? I was going to oh, say. There's two nominees. Two nominees. Yep. Uh, Dr. Joseph Matthews. Uh, and they're both some Greeks boys, so this is not. Yeah, yeah. So, Dr. Joseph Matthews, who's one of the nation's leading heart surgeons now. So Joe was ducks of the college mm. at St. Greg's. And the other one is... Uh, and I heard Fletch talking about this bloke. He's uh, Dr. John Deary, who is now, uh, I don't know what his area of specialisation is, but he's got a number of medical practices in the Canberra region. Okay. So Johnny, Johnny, 
Johnny Deary was at the Roosters when Gus was there and he he was studying medicine. Right, so ridiculous schedule. And then being a professional footballer, right? And one video session, he fell asleep. And Gus was blown up and sent him out and all that. And everyone else is sitting there going, mate, that guy's rocking a schedule like you wouldn't believe. And Gus, by the way, you put us to sleep with that chat. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're my two nominations. Who's yours? Probably Brian Smith. Only knew him for a year. Brian Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah, highly intelligent. Uh, Benji Marshall. So, yep. I was told that when he was at – he went to Kiber Park. Yep. But he could have gone to university and done medicine slash physiotherapy. Right. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah. Just, I agree. Huge. You know, yeah. yep. Well, from yeah. a well, – I think physio <laughs> or massage. Or now, massage. Yeah. He could have done yeah. massage yes, therapy. He could have done, massage, he could have done or, a doc, medicine, or, or quack physiotherapy, medicine. <laughs> or massage. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi. Mm. Yeah. What, what, what about you, you the smartest cricketer? Yeah, I was trying to think – most of the guys have got degrees. So when you come in, you have to yeah. study. So a lot of the guys have got teach. We did, went through and did teaching degrees. A lot of the guys that I played with, the smartest well, guys, Ryan smart. Carter's, uh, was Ryan studying Carters. in Harvard. I don't exactly know, but he got a, a, a scholarship to go to Harvard. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, Christian uh, Welsh went there. You know, like anyway. he'd be have to be pretty smart, wouldn't he, Christian well, Welsh? Or not? Yeah. Well, Harry is. Grant says he's got everyone bluffed. Really? He See, says this is he's it. Self, yeah. He's self. He's a self-confessed and self-proposed smartest man in rugby league. Right. So they like to line up on him. So what we do on Sports Day, Rat and I, is we, we try and interview everyone but Christian Walsh, and they just pile on him. They just pile on. It's when so are you going to give him the chance of yeah. the return of serve? When he announces retirement. Yeah, We'll right give him on. the last serve. Right. Yeah. On. yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. What about Eddie Cowan? He's Eddie Cowan, university very, educated. Yeah, he's got a CFA maybe. What about Greg Mayo? Greg Mayo, pretty good with numbers. Very yeah. good mathematician. I think he's got a degree in maths. There you go. Imagine degree. That. In Imagine maths. going all the way through school, mm. and I thought this as well. Like you go, and then you go. Oh, I'm going to do. It. I love that I, mm. algebra. Mm, that's me. My son's I'm going like to. I'm going to put an A and a C and a D yeah. here <laughs> in Pythagoras. Like, my son's the most like redundant that. crap you'd ever learn. I, I look at a formula when my son Jack was like in year twelve, and I'd say. Number numbers and letters. Yeah. And, and I, what's that? And he goes. It's so easy. How can you not see it? Yeah. Said, well, yeah. I'm not good. Will hunting, am I? No. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Far far from it. His brother actually, the other guy. <laughs> you're, more like, you're more like the Ben Affleck. In uh, <laughs> Casey Affleck. Oh, you know what? My favourite scene in that. Good actor. Uh, the favourite, great actor. Mm. My favourite scene in that movie is well, when he knocks. He knocks apples. on the door, and then he doesn't. He doesn't come out, and he goes. You know, Ben Affleck's walking back to the car and he goes, well, he's gone. You know, he, fin- he finally leaves. Casey Affleck jumps out of the back of the car and goes, right, I'm going in the front. Uh, yeah. That yep. is fantastic. 0457-736-736. Get us on the open line. Do we take calls on this? Probably not. Yeah, we will. Okay, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. How many do we need? Teams? Teams? Uh, how are we looking for teams? Team Sattler and Team Sock almost full. Probably two spots left each. Jimmy's about half full. So if you want to get on Jimmy's side... Text in. Okay. 736 Oh, yeah. Bit of red hot chili peppers. So they won't be performing at Las Vegas. Do yet. we know that? Question mark, question mark. We don't. But we think, could, maybe, mm-hmm. Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy, I like it. As per Adrian Prezenko. Well, now, you're not a, so much, but, you know. You're a little bit younger than, well, significantly younger than Sats and I. Kid Leroy? Yeah. Is, is he on your playlist? Big, big. big. He sort of Lexi come into like this mumble rapper sort of vibe that's coming through with the other guy that had all the shit tattoos on his face. Was oh, what was his name? There's a few of them. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Um, you he's a him? white guy. White guy oh. does a um, – we'll find out his name. But he's he, – Kid Leroy's 
um, dad used to was from the northern beaches. So, um, like you were talking about him earlier, mm-hmm. about him knowing and loving the bunnies. So he's yeah. he's a knockabout kid who yeah. spent his time with music. And even the dad was saying, oh, "I'm not sure about this." And yeah. then next minute, so awesome, blown minute. He'd be yeah. great. He'd be great for an advertisement. Isn't yeah. he? He's a perfect fit. Yep. Rabbitohs fan. They're a big name, huge yep. name. Hi boys, was pretty sure that Metcalf did go and see Bill Knowles for the first injury. Not 100% sure, as I'm about eight schooners deep. Yes. <laughs> might, maybe went to a Shannon Knowles concert. Canara <laughs> 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 Cowboy. Uh, a nomination coming in here. How about Stuart Clark, Sock? Doesn't he have a law degree? That's from 837. He was, he was uh, in, initially uh, the Sydney Sixers' first CEO. Then he yes. moved into NRL. Um, did some work did in that too, space. Yeah. Uh, now I think he's at softball, we're saying, and, and the New South Wales cricket selector. Matty Rogers, I remember asking Matty Rogers once, what's the difference between, like, personalities-wise, the union guys and the league guys? Because they come from, obviously, private schools, a lot of them, uh, high education background. Mm. And he said, it's quite easy. He said, the rugby union players play chess, league players play pokies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's That's unfair when you have to, you know, suit one. There's a bit bit going on there. I remember (laughs) when... uh, Joe Roth was being asked about Stephen Larkham, who was famously nicknamed Bernie, mm. right, after Weekend of Bernie. One of Bernie's, the great number 10s. One of the great number 10s because his expression just didn't change. He said, yeah, I actually I actually saw him smile the other day uh, when he beat me in chess, and I thought that says so much. About, about both of you. About everything, mm, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. About rugby union. Tegan um, Berry has just picked up a ball from 10 metres out from her try line. Second half, 20 minutes remaining. It was 14-10 to the Titans over the Dragons. She's run 90. She's lightning. Yeah, and scored just next to the uprights with a kick to come, 14 all. Wouldn't you like to see on grand final day um, for both codes, I'd like them to bring back that 100-metre dash. You know what? I've thought about this. I think it shouldn't be a 100-metre dash. I think it should be a relay. Oh, and you've got to have a and you've got to have a front We're rower. Old, you and I. Yeah, you go do the whole thirteen. You've got to have a front tag. rower. You've got to yeah. have a half, yeah. and you can have two outside backs okay. in your team of four. Right. Mm. So it's a relay mm. around the thing. So that'd be interesting about. So Ethan Bullimore, who apparently is very quick, is he yeah. a middle forward? Talk about smart. Is what, he? One day a week he works. He was the ducks of Nudgee College, I think. Was he? And then one day a week he works in the city. With a stockbroking firm yeah, or right. a law firm or something, yeah. Cam Murray does a day in the city. Now, Cam Murray, I think, is an intelligent. He does a day in the city with a commercial real estate company. Yeah. Um, so that, I think that's a South Good city to know thing. that guys are looking after their futures. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, Post Malone, Sock. That, yep. That's the one. Who's who's texted that in? Uh, Mick. Mick, Mick, yeah. Mick doesn't strike me as a Post Malone fan, but anyway, he knew that, so he's ahead of us he's now. dude, Post Malone. If you look at a lot of his stuff away from the stage, Take tattoos because obviously you can get a perception on someone. Mm. He's a really, apparently a I mean, really do, nice guy. What do you get when you get a perception of a face tattoo? Gangster. Yeah. Pretty ordinary human. Yeah. Okay. Adam yeah. Reynolds yeah. says yeah. g'day to his <laughs> neck tattoos. No, his neck. Not oh, face. That's it. So, oh, so differentiation. Yeah. That's fine. You're, okay, you're happy yeah. with the neck? So you just start okay. filling around with nah. tears and... Okay, yeah, yeah. on the face. <laughs> yeah, the teardrop. Okay. <laughs> Someone died while you are in prison, wasn't it? Is that Or you committed a murder? I don't know. Is that right? Text oh, him, let us know. Geez. That's the, that's the urban legend. Let us know what the teardrop means. Uh, <laughs> Arvo Riders, <laughs> when the sat's away, I rode away and I jumped on for a ride with Timmy Manar. And right. This is, you know who. Oh, Hillary. For a happy ending. Yeah. Sats, let's have a happy ending today See and finish does. on top. Unless we're being catfished. Let's see what she's doing. <laughs> 
I've never seen a photo of Hillstorm. But not a anyway. Uh, Sats, uh, let it ride all the way and take your winning mantle back. No way would I ride with Jimmy. He's nasty to me, being a Storm supporter. And poor old Socks Rabbit's barn has burnt down and he's drowning in his own tears. Early crow for celebrating <laughs> bevies. That's Hillstorm Hillary. So they, so she, Sats. Yeah. Bang. She's uh, she's all over it. Yep. The barn. Mm. I learned a new euphemism during the week, Jimmy. Hay's in the barn. Have you heard that before? No, I never heard the hay's that. Hay's already in the barn. So no, I was watching the, the, the I heard you use kings. that during the week. I did because I'd heard it. And we're oh, talking about sayings. So good Swamp Kings. Swamp Kings was amazing. But they're like, the, the US uh, commentators are like, well, they're waiting for a field goal. And the coach basically can sit there and do about nothing. Florida University. Right. 40 yards out. And they just said, well, the hay's in the barn for the Gators. All you can do is sit back and watch. You know, and the coach is like, just... Please. Anyway, they block the kick and they go on to win the national championship. But hay in the barn, and then I, I had a look at it. Just essentially means all the hard work's been done. Oh, you can't do any more. Okay. So I think hay's hay, in I, the barn. I think the bunnies thought the hay was in the barn after twelve rounds of football. Ooh, and yes. Thought, yeah, yes. Sit back. So you're you're embracing that. So I've been using. I said, look, the bunnies. Honestly, over the last couple of months, thought the hay was in the barn I after round twelve. But I like your canary. In the coal mine. In the coal mine. I like that. Did anyone blink when you said that? Did, it, did anyone go, oh? Well, we went through a few different ones because Sugar was using them and then we were like, that's a lay down Mazaire. And then mm. someone's like, ah, oh, stop using card yeah. games in your yeah, yeah, yeah. generic talk. But mm. I like a good euphemism like that just to yeah. round out how a team's performing and how they look. If you can sum up something in a sentence, if you can make something complex, very simple in one yes. line, I'm a big fan of that. Yep. Okay, uh, well, that's not the Let It Ride program. That's incredibly difficult yeah, yeah. to understand. So uh, the walk down memory lane with Sats, do we have a play on for that? No, we don't. Um, and we'll build one in the next four minutes and then we'll be back with Keon that. would have had one. Yeah, he would have yeah. too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the start of the Masters. Yeah, it does. Mm. D4 here. <laughs> in Augustus. <laughs> Who's off the first team? Huge bar. Who's Augustus? <laughs> Augustus Group. Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> I will have my revenge. Uh, we've got uh, the first of the day coming up in a little while, don't we? I had so, to win the last race. Does that count? No. Okay. Yeah. Just you. Uh, how are we going? I think we've got a few more people on board. We've uh, got four spots left in total, Jim. Two for Sats and two for Sock. Your oh. team filled up very quickly. Brad Sats Bulldog. Brad, you got that left. for Jim? New one come in. Oh, Bulldog Brad for Jim. Slipping to the sides. Yeah. Mm. Bulldog Brad. Good on you, Bulldog. Uh, might be cooter, Bulldog. Uh, Steve says this. Give Hillstorm my number. I don't care about photos. She talks a good talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's a good trooper, Hillstorm. Okay. Uh, it means you're a jailbird, Socky. You've done time on the Green Mile, walking the mile. Oh, That's from Mick. Great movie. Walking the mile, walking the green mile. Is that? Going to get the old electrode. You know, I thought it was, it. I used to I liked that movie until it got a little bit ridiculous when the whole I don't know the flies glowing and fly yeah. things come out of his mouth. So you're not I a fan. Of, lost not, me now. And my favourite actor is Tom Hanks. So, yeah. Yeah. hey, down memory lane. Hence the oh, music that <laughs> Keen would have had a much better play on than that. Yeah, probably would have. Anyway, yeah. anyway. So what we do is we we look at the round that's in play at the moment. Round 26 in the NRL and the teams that are against each other, yes. some of the memorable games that right. come to mind. So right. the ones I'm looking at, guys, uh, 2010. Mm. So the Roosters this afternoon, you're going to that, Jimmy, taking yep. young Austin to that, your son, yep. playing the West Tigers. Yes. 2010 semi-final, preliminary final, grand final qualifier. Braith and Asta kicks the field goal to win I it. What a that. game. 
Simon O'Dwyer just levels Jared Warrior Hargraves. Yes. Sean Kenny Dow scores a try in yeah. extra time for Lincoln. Who threw the pass? Liam Fulton. Bingo. Yeah. Scored a try. Caught on the right side. About 70 out and scored in the far left-hand corner as well. Correct. Who was chasing? Benji Marshall. Mm. No. I'm trying to remember what the... Was Lottie Takiri Lottie, chasing? It was Lottie. Yeah. It was too. Yeah. Okay, the other game I'm going to focus on, your, your Seagulls are playing the Bulldogs this weekend. Yeah. I thought they were having a bye. Knights versus Sharks. Now, Sharky fans, and shout out to you, Rat, listening on the Gold Coast. 2001. Remember the old saying, you can never win the comp if you get 50 scored against you? Yep. 2001 at Shark Park. The Knights playing the Sharkies at home. 49 Sharks beat the Knights 30. Went on to win the comp, the Knights. So you can win it. It's not 50, though. It's not 50, yeah. 49 30. 49 30. 79 points so scored points in 80 minutes. It? I know. Yeah. And it wasn't 2020 mm. or 21, was it, when they just said six again? Yeah, just keep go. Going. Keep going. Keep going. Play, go, play. go. Tom Trebovich, go. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the two games from. From down memory lane over the years, the ones that, are, that come to mind. There you go. And that's why league players hit harder than rugby union players. Tipping the Queen of the Nile over after it doesn't give you the feature is no easy feat. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Western Sydney Eagle. That's you can tip the chessboard on. over it really comfortably. <laughs> A little blow up there. Uh, but the old Queen of the Nile. Uh, Lundy, I just tuned you know, back I've never in. Put, I've never put a coin in a poker machine. I've, ever. What about and you? Are you socky? I went through phases there where I thought I could read the machines. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like Tony Carroll. He, he says he's been kicked out of every casino because he can he's, card read. He's a, he's a yeah. yeah. So I felt like – because my first job was working at the Richmond Club and I worked to clean the ashtrays back in the right. day and, yeah. and the schooners. But you'd watch them. I'd have to get rid of the bollards at 6 a.m. But they'd be queuing up. Yes. And they would storm in, you know, the, yeah. the pensioners and just sit on their machine all day and just – Slap away, and they were happy. You know, that was their happy little space. But I, what I would do is just go around and watch, and just see which mm. one hadn't featured in a while. And then as soon as I get off work, <laughs> and they are off the machine, bang straight in behind yeah. there. Is that right? That's how inside um, a trade. A lot of gambling mm. issues. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That's too it started. What else could you anyway, spend your money on? Let's go to the races this afternoon, and we'll have a punt. <laughs> um, now. <laughs> Imagine what you could be buying instead. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, that, well said, uh, Socky. Well done. Nice work. Uh, now, what have we got here? Um, where are you taking us? Do we put our tips in now? Yes. Sock? Yeah, so right. You, so you'll need to do that. that, Jimmy. I'll run through the teams while you're oh, having a look through okay. the form. So I'll give you everyone that's packed into each team and is in the running for the Before prize. Before you do that, afternoon. have you got Lundy in mind? Yes, Lundy okay. is in your sets. And you've got um, <laughs> Paramat for any team? And Paramat is there gotcha. for Team Sock. Okay. So we're coming through here. Paramat? Yeah. yeah. Paramat's been listening to me for decades on the radio, and now he's just gone, oh, anyone will do Don't take it personally. I do take it personally. Yeah. Well, tell. he didn't put his tips in. <laughs> he didn't put his tips in already. No, you and I have. Yeah, we've already done our tips. So, a bit prepared, anyway. Oh, I just, I just like to see what the conditions are, where they're coming go, from. Yeah. Our prize pack today, thanks to Makita, cordless convenience meets mm-hmm. professional power with Makita XGT. Team Jimmy today, 10 starters, Bondi Jack, the Canara Cowboy, a number Ooh. ending in 091091. Send your... Uh, name and details through, if you haven't already. Oh, Motsa from Camden. Oh. Statsy from Freshwater. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel from Glenhaven. Mm-hmm. Andrew from Manlyweather. Okay. Kev from Camden. Boom. John from Fairfield. Yep. Menangle, Pat and Kano, who was the first ever winner of Let It Ride on Team Jimmy today. Team Sats. Michael, Steve from Dubbo, Rooster Man, Lundy, Dave from Hawksnest, Mick, Hillstorm, 
Mark from Mortdale, Clem from the coast, and Bulldog Brad. We had Podge as well. And Podge as well. Yeah. No, we hang on. Whoa, that's, whoa, that's whoa. Finishing off. Podge has no, never texted this program. I told, I told him earlier that Podge texted me he and did. said, so can I, I please go on team Show staff. me the text. And there's a, there's, he was about I never question my integrity, Jim. And team stock while we're Doesn't go across really well with Scott Sattler. Michael from the Gold Coast. Michael Sell did that once. Oh, hang on. Here we go. He's talking about himself in the third person. Hang on. Where's Podge? Podge. All right. Over Michael, you. Michael from the Gold Coast on Team Sock. Western Sydney Eagle. Damo from Cessnock. Dave from Sea Spray. The Western Sydney Eagle. Steve from Oatley. Peaches. Uh, King Cowboy. Southern Cowboy. Paramat and Cream to finish off Sock's team today. Nice. At 12.56 uh, today. Podge, Team Sats. There you go. Uh, so there you go. Apologies. Thank you very much. No so worries. Nothing wrong with saying sorry, Jim. No, that's right. exactly right. We've got another try, Socky. What do we got here? Gold Coast Titans. They've run away with it. Two back-to-back now, isn't it? Karina Brown has played so many games for the Gillaroos. So she's now scored herself a try. 22-16 kick to come with just under seven minutes remaining. So this has been what I'd describe, Scott, as a seesawing affair. Seesawing. Yep. Good phrase. I like it. Uh, Karina Brown gets across for the try, and she was the this first the... Titans player assigned, I think, to the NRLW. Karina and Brown, I think she did the art for the NRL launch last yeah. year. Mm. Yeah, very talented, very talented. Uh, so got herself a try, kick from out wide. So six points. This is still game on in that one. Do you want me to give you my horse now, or do we? Oh, we just have at the start During the of the break, race. Mate, we do. Yeah. You get to give it to him so he can write it down the seal. Yeah. Okay. And then so we'll don't give it away to now. Announces. Don't give it away. We've got to keep the listener sort of hanging on. We'll after the I want to come back. We'll we'll the listener. It's all about the listener. Tees in the biz. All led by the listener. Now yeah. talking about try scorers, Jermaine Asako. leading try scorer. He's going to be leading try scorer. So I'll give you a, a multiple choice question here. Is, is this a crap stat? It's a crap stat. The, Who yeah. in the first crap stat? Crap stat. Listeners who were in yesterday will know Socky this. looked up into the sky then to see where that came from. <laughs> Who said that? Well, there is a few voices going on here. It's not that one. I had heard that one before. <laughs> Who's the first person in a club's inaugural season mm-hmm. to score the most points also in the league? <laughs> yes, go on. Joel Kane, West Tigers. Correct. Yeah, 2000. He was unstoppable yeah. that year. Yeah. First game. Three tries in his first game? Against the Broncos at Campbelltown, yeah. and it was it was look, like they were playing on a beach. There was sand everywhere. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Mm. Uh, so Jermaine Asako, he's gone 21, 21 tries, tries yeah. to the top, and I think he's he's light years ahead. And it's been more than 30 years since someone has taken out the top yeah, top tries and top point scorer mm. all in. Isn't it nice to see a, a footballer like him who was – what was it? Was that Mal? Mal, yeah, playing against the Roosters. They beat him by 60 at 66 Canberra, to 4. I was there scored, sitting in the stand. He scored 34 <laughs> points, which made him the He scored the highest five tries that yeah, day. He did too. Yeah. Did mm. he have the uh, the bumper bar up that game, did he? Oh, that every, every game, game. wasn't it? Just <laughs> frightening. It was frightening. This man, Mal oh, He's a man, Malton. didn't say anything. He just walked. Yeah. And he just watched. And he ran. And he just watched. Yeah. Then he was putting his elbow through your face. <laughs> And you couldn't watch anymore. Ding <laughs> <laughs> dong finish. Cogra's Jubilee Oval. It, sorry, Net Strata. Yep. That's what it's called now. 22 all. 22 all. Who was it that scored the try? Tegan Berry scored four for the day. Day. Yep. Wow. That's a career for some people, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, 22 all. Two and a half minutes remaining. <laughs> How many do you get in your 
27, I think. How many games? 27, I think. 27, I think. He'll talk you through every single one of them. He's the Glenn McGrath. So my third try was scored at Queensland's uh, Townsville, Mm. 1300 Smiles. Uh, 1997 against Illawarra to basically (laughs) seal the semi (laughs) final. Under the goalpost. No, a Jimmy Goddard uh, grubber. Is that right? Yeah. All right. There we go. What Paul you... McGregor in tears after the game. Sorry, Mary. <laughs> John Cross. Johnny Cross. Cross. Fred Mo- Rodwell, Johnny Cross. Dave Riola. Oh, sorry. chocolate Rodwell. Yeah. Hey. Uh, there you go. Um, Hold all tickets. Protest. Oh, protest. There's a protest. Yeah, there is. There is a protest. Socky and I and the maestro well, hang on, are hang on, very hang on. concerned about the, how you're trying to change Let It Ride's rules today. <laughs> mm. yep. No, I was seeking clarification on the rules. No, no, you weren't. What I, what I really liked about Jimmy, though, before he set it up, was we were off here and he's like, oh, Sugar's just got so many theories, you know, and when people don't disagree with him, you know, he just slags them off, you know, on the, on the text board. And then we go, oh, this is the way we're running Let It Ride. We've been doing it for weeks. Yeah. And then you're like... No, I think we should be able to do this. Why can't we change? Why do I have to do it this way? This is a far better way of doing it this way. And then where's you? You go, well, we don't like change, mate. Mm. So, so you know when so, Joel says people are resistant to change, you blokes are people. You are the people. We are all the right? hypocrites in here. Uh, protest, protest. Can we get that again? Protest. Hold all tickets. Protest. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Uh, I think it was uh, – I think I was the first winner of Let It Ride, oh, says Mark, Mark from Mortdale. Uh, yeah, that may have been a faux pas from me, Mark. My mistake. I think just say was sorry, just say sorry, Alex. I'm sorry, Mark. Thank you. That's sorry. all you have to do. Jimmy, you said your team is full. I've only just jumped back in the car. Otherwise, you know how much I love you, Paramat. Crawling back late uh, probably won't be enough Lauren to do Brown it. Lauren Brown has kicked a field she goal. She has. That's 30 out at 23, least. 23-22 to win. Wow. No, not yet. Not yet. Why not? 38 seconds left. Oh. Is it short kickoff? Not golden point? Is no. it not first score? Oh, it is. Yeah, is it? No. No, second no, half. no. There's still second 38 half. seconds clock stops. Oh, in the game. Yeah. 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 it was golden point. No, there we go. There you go. Uh, she kicked one against the Broncos about four weeks ago to win the game as well. About why are they not people more up short? It's the short dropout. That's the only option they've got, and they've got it back. No, they haven't. Have they knocked it on? No. Yes, they have. So now you've got to set the scrum, and this clock's still ticking. So, Belinda Sharp, they've got to get the players into the scrum. The ball went backwards then, didn't it? It did. I think that's a tough call. Anyway. But you can't unbind, can you? 19 seconds. 19 seconds. When's this? Captain's challenging. This has got everything. I'll give you the markets quickly while they set all this up. So, Jimmy and Sats are both on number seven, Magnuspin. Both Uh. gone for the favourites at 380. We disapprove of that behaviour, but that's okay. We'll continue. And number three, Farrago is... Socks tip, fourteen dollars the win, wow. three seventy the place. <laughs> what a the wank. look he gave me there, a little oh, wink, oh. and as if to say, I've found the winner at fourteen dollars. <laughs> if he has, that uh, might be it for the day. Now we're just looking at that replay. Yes, that Play was on. a knock on. No, knock on Titans. Straight through her hands, hit a knee. Was the knock yeah. on? It's a knock Mate, on. He absolutely is. Your distaste for the dragons and people within that organisation. What, what are you talking about? I'm a good, I'm a good friend of Hooks. Yeah. Well, he's not in the organisation anymore. Oh, okay. How do you get on with Shane Flanagan? Because he's walking Don't in. know. I've never really met him. What about Ryan Carr? Never met him. Okay. Jamie Soward? Yeah, he's, he's an interesting cat. He's got the whites. Uh, here we go. little chip over the top. Uh, it's regathered by the Titans. They're going to hang on and win it. Uh, great finish. 23-22, the Titans over the Dragons. We're going to take ourselves to a break, and then we're back with the results of the first of Let It Ride.
Uh, the first has been run. At, well, not the first, the fifth at Mooney Valley, but it's the first in the Let It Ride. So all those people in the Sattler stable Boom. and the Smith stable, we've Boom. picked up a price for the place, that being a $1.90 oh, top you, fluck. You complained about that. I did not complain. I mm. asked Alex, so what have we picked up for that? And, you uh, said, and I said, oh, oh it's probably not going to be much. Well, it's like, not what you it said. It was the favourite. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. What is it? You, you've you come in with a particular attitude today. I don't know what it is. I don't that... suffer fools, Jim. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you're going to have to suffer me for another hour and a half. <laughs> now, I can't believe – Socky, how do yours go? The, the $14 pop? Fifth. Fifth. Okay. I'm just looking at the winner here, United Nations, Zara on board. So I was in a weaker class. Third up today. No, no. Um, no is, oh, sorry, United Nations run second. Oh, sorry. Okay. I can't believe you didn't back the 11. I cannot Duke believe of Hastings, it. of course. Harry Coffey on board. So yeah. Duke at of Hastings, bucks. your best mate is? Uh, I was best man at Johnny Hastings' wedding, yeah. Mm. And what's his nickname? The Duke. The Duke. Yeah. And he didn't back it. That's any... an omen bet, isn't it? You were I looking at about that. that price, $18.80. It's how you yeah. win this gig. Well, All that's on right. Names that and... would have won at 18 bucks. <laughs> that would have been enough mm-hmm. to get me home for the day. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next race will be coming up at Rose Hill. Uh, that's in 13 minutes' time. So do we need to tell people now what we've bagged? Do we want to tell them now, Al, or do we – we well, can try it. They might know? want to get on it themselves. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Let's do it early. Yeah. So conservative to change and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy and Sats have gone for the same horse again here. Number oh. three, Cabalus, which oh. is, once again, can you guess, Sock? So can you, know, you guess what yeah, it's priced? Oh, you know, it must be a dollar you know seventy-five. <laughs> so hang on. Hang on, Cabalus. Me putting Cabalus down. Cabalus. Okay. Oh, okay. Cabalus. And then, say, is a catalyst you, for you, him can, putting it down as well? <laughs> Ridden by, Cabalus. Yeah, Jack, uh, look at you guys. Ridden by James McDonald for yeah, Chris Jay Wallach. Yeah. He's yeah, already yeah. won two today, I think. Jay yeah, Mack yeah. on some favourites. Yeah. Okay. With a leg in the air. $3.50 at Rose Hill. And number 11, what's this? Les Vampires. $3.70. So you're not going much longer here, Sock. $3.70. Tim Clark for Waterhouse and Bot. Okay. So, look, just – so what's that? Race – Race, uh, that's race seven at Rose Hill, which is coming up in 12 minutes now. Okay, so race seven at Rose Hill, the CMNL up-and-coming stake. So I'd like Scott to read all the runners in that race, please. <laughs> which one? <laughs> race, race seven. What? Race, race seven. seven. Yep. Tom Kitten, Cafe Millennium, Cabalus. That's the one that's you've the backed, one you by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Uh Kintyre, Manwe, Dukas. It's pretty good. And Cap. Yep. Infatuation. Yep. Tada La Vida, Griff, La Vampire, Z. <laughs> <laughs> More Hast- than one vampire. And a stripper from the 80s, Hasty Honey. Oh, <laughs> I like it go. Go. That wasn't too I bad. like it with Les Vampires that you decided to not get the S on the Le <laughs> <laughs> and then completely ignored it again on the vampires. It's like your S had just gone out the window. Uh, Le Vampire. <laughs> how come the Mel, you know, the Maldives yeah. is spelt Maldives, but how come it all of a sudden becomes Maldives? Uh, is that a bit like Grant and Grant? Yeah. You know, if you're from South Australia, it's, everything's Grant. Well, so if you're Matt Rogers yeah. and you say, where is the World Cup? He says France. Mm. Which way that's would you the, say? Well, it's just France. Yeah. That's a very rugby off, Matt. It's not France. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, just on that, more, more feedback via the text line. Yep. Uh, sock. It's a proverb. Or a proverbial phrase, not a euphemism. The latter being the meaning of a word less harsh or softer than something embarrassing or unpleasant, like the army or police use. Examples of euphemisms 
there were civilian casualties yep. or there was collateral damage. Yes. Means they accidentally <laughs> blew up a village with a misdirected missile. Yeah. Daz, the ex-rugby union player. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. So he's smart. Daz, that's what he's telling us. Thank you, Daz. Yeah. So what am I using then, is he saying in return? So just so I can get this right. Yeah. I thought a euphemism was just another way of saying something. No, really euphemism not. has two meanings. Yeah. Right. It's like a double meaning. Mm. Okay. So Give us an EG. Come on. Come on, Alex. Come on, what, what, was, what was horse number 12 in that? Hasty honey. Yeah. Hasty honey. That, that's yeah, cause almost it's a horse a and, a, and, yes. a, and a stripper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm in here to learn, and that's that's great. That's probably, I've been in here for three months and not learned a single thing. And then, <laughs> who's texted that in? Uh, Daz. Daz. Uh, thank yeah. you. And here's, here's is, I've the taken key point. three months here, and, and I've finally, finally broken through. Key point for Daz, ex rugby union player. So I think that's based oh, on our earlier discussions. Yeah. Hey, what about this one from Andrew from Manly Thanks, Weather? Daz. Yes. Joe and Jimmy and Co. I'm a little bit disappointed that we're Co. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy gets mentioned. But anyway, Andrew. You're sorry, from Manly sorry. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. So Andrew, <laughs> sorry, so Andrew Dawes, OAM. Do what? Oh, really? OAM. Yes. Yeah. So oh. you got an award on he's, Queen's he's, birthday. He's been to, I think, or just Australia. the seven Olympics. This Andrew here, who's mm-hmm. text. Yes. Yeah. It was. If I was the Titans, I would turn it on today and bring back the Biff. Ooh. Reason being, twenty sixth of August is the anniversary of the Battle of Brookvale. Oh. Some of the great fights in rugby league history. Well, that that. That's the one that springs to mind. 81, Newtown semi-final versus Manly. Yeah. Bowden and Brookshire, um, Mark, Mark Broadhurst. Broadhurst. Broadhurst Gallen yeah. and uh, Origin. Who did he score? Gallen yeah. Miles. Nate, Nate Miles. Yeah, Miles. That, wasn't really that, that was fight. not a fair, that was, was it? A, that was a, not a fair yeah. That 81 one, that's that's fantastic. Though. Breaking cheekbones, everything. Because, and the reason is because Les Boyd was playing for Manly yes. and Tom Radonikus was playing for Newtown and yep. they were best mates from their days at West. Right? And they were ringing up. Each other saying, I'm going to bash you. I'm going to bash you. No, I'm going to bash you. And then they were going back to their respective sides saying, they're going to bash us. Mm. They're going to bash us. So the first scrum goes down. Uh, as we see, Will Warbrick is getting a first try. Wow. Unbelievable. Four and a half minutes in, 4 nil. The Melbourne Storm over the Gold Coast Titans open the floodgates. Well, so um, much for us to say in the first 15 minutes is all about defence. You know, <laughs> <just> a... <laughs> so they were, they were, and then they were just warning their teammates, they're coming to get us, they're coming to get us. And then the first scrum packs down and it is mayhem. Yeah. Like mayhem. Takes minutes and minutes to regain control. There were bodies I everywhere. Think it was Kevin Roberts was the referee, I think. So Manly, Bilko. I think his nickname was Bilko. Yeah, Bilko. Yeah, it was. Mm. Uh, and then uh, it was Newtown who got the penalty. So they kicked the ball out. Yep. And the tap from the hooker to first receiver Tom Radonikus. Yep. So tap first receiver Tom Radonikus. Les Boyd just comes screaming out of the line <laughs> at Tom Radonikus. Tom catches the ball. Drops the ball and then just punches <laughs> Les in the head. As he, that's after the fight, oh. eighty-one semi-final. And that uh. Steve Bowden can fight, but Mark um, Broadhurst. Broadhurst, he was a Kiwi boxing, yes, Golden Gloves. Wow. But Bowden come from the. He's a street fighter. He elbows, head butts, everything. Well, that was the, the only lessons I ever did with the boxing trainer Eddie Button. Three career fights, three losses, and he never lasted more than a minute in the ring. When I went in to ask him to do some training, I said, what, he goes, what do you want to learn? I said, oh, boxing. He goes, what sort of boxing? I'm like, I don't know. Just, he goes, do you want to learn in a street fight or do you want to learn in a boxing ring? Oh, wow. Because they're two completely yeah. different ways to, to fight. Mm. So I did a bit of, mo- bit well, of both. It, it, <laughs> bit of both. Punch him in the throat. Rocky kick. up against Tommy Gunn. Mm. See, Tommy Gunn tries to fight him in the street. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and he's and he's Different he's promoter saying you don't fight this man in the street. Rocky just had too many street skills, too yeah. many street smarts. Yeah, 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 I like it. Tommy that's Gunn, it. who's Tommy, Tommy Gunn? Gunn? Tommy Gunn, Morrison. Watching, you've got to watch the former heavyweight boxing champ. Yeah. He played Tommy Gunn in Rocky. Yes. Oh, Do you right. not know your Rocky film? Yeah, well, which Rocky? The Rocky original. Five? Rocky oh, Five. Rocky yeah. Five. Oh, right. Yeah. That's Drago. No, that's four. That's four. As I said, four oh, after. Right. After Drago. Mm. Yeah. There you go. I lost interest Have you in seen it. Ivan I... Drago's now, what his real name is, his euphemism for a name or whatever you'd like to call it, since I'm getting, <laughs> got to get all my words, Daz, words Daz the correct, Daz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen his – he must be going on 70. He's just Dolph got, Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Mm. Lundgren. <clears throat> He's just engaged to a 23-year-old or something. Good on you, Dolph. You must have yeah. been reading Lexi's articles yeah, again. So he, yeah, he, got, he used to be a doorman at the bar in Sydney. Dolph did. Dolph was, yeah, when he was a kid. When he was a young, like 19, 20-year-old, he was out here and he was a doorman at a bar no in Sydney. Way. So all those things, like Matthew McConaughey spent 12 months in Australia as an exchange student yeah. up in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Eddie Vedder lived down at Bondi for six months. Really? Yeah. Flee wow. from... Um, can't stop addicted to the shindig. Red Hot Chili Red Peppers. Hot chili I think peppers. just sold his house North, on the south coast. Yeah, and he was from originally from the northern – I think he – did he spend time on the northern beaches? Uh, might have done, but he yeah. bought a place down the south coast. He yeah. went for a swim there once at Merriweather. Yeah. <coughs> had an ice cream, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, Gus, uh, Gus Gould had a real decent game, that Newtown v Manly, Sammy. Uh, he was very skillful, Gus, as a player. Very good ball play. Do you know when he coached the Bulldogs to the 1988 Premiership, mm. he was – 29? Yeah, 30, 30, I think. 30, I think. Yeah. Unheard of. Yeah. Would never happen again. I remember Gus saying in a video session, talking about, you know, make sure you go out there and you, you could play. You've got to play. He said, you know, like, you don't want to make a break in a major semi final and get to the, the Graham Moody and not kick over the top. And I'm thinking, oh, and then he did that. He made a break mm-hmm. and every everything in his brain said, kick over the top, but it was Graham Moody, yep. the Australian, the great wombat. Yeah. So he didn't. And that was he was saying to us 15 years later. Really? Yeah, interesting. Because have you ever departed with the ball when Wombat was the fullback? You he knew would about hit, it. He would hit yeah. you with everything after it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, ask Daz, the ex-rugby player, if he's had his first yet or is he still reading books without pictures and playing chess? <laughs> oh, wow. Says 091. Says Thanks. Sock. Thanks, 091. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of the people from the man of the people. Yeah. There we go. Let's go to the break for the people, then we're back with more. Welcome back to the program. We're about to jump over 1,300 metres at Rose Hill. It's a good four today, Socky. Have you taken that into account for your nomination? Yep. Absolutely. What's Thought our numbers? Uh, so we've got number three, Cabalas. Yep. Is yep. Jimmy and Sats. Yep. That's at, out to 340 now. Oh, out. Blowing a gale. Yeah, That's 40 cents insane. out. So yeah, $3.6. Oh, and I'll tell you what, just as I'm sitting here, the numbers are updating in front of me. Into favourite, number 11, mm. Les Vampires. Oh, wow. is, that, is, is it Le, Vampire? Les Vampires. Vampires. It's the number 11 written by Tim Clark for Waterhouse and Bot. That's Oh, like, Brad Davidson's that's picked Les Vampires. He's a good tipster, too, Brad. Apparently, people tell me this. Davo? Fair yeah. I don't yeah, know. People tell is. me. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He's affecting uh, I'm, a, so I'm a subscriber. I've got his, mm. I've got his Oh, have you? Yeah. How have they been going? Good. Good. Yeah. Only third Good. About square? You got 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how well he's going. <laughs> Just let it see. Okay. Oh. Titans have scored four all. Four Chris all. Randall. So I told you the floodgates had opened yeah. for the Titans. Hey, I tell you what. 
the maestro should have had the microphones on during the break. We're having a great chat about the history of the game. Yeah. Well, weren't we? Well, I a liked bit. a question I had. Mm. Who was Who's the youngest ever NRL coach or, you know, rugby league coach? We'll go back, back in the Gus 80s. Gus won a comp at 30. 30. Yeah. So I'm 30. like, who can remember anyone? We've got Daniel Anderson, who recently had the, the accident in the diving into the yep. beach. So he was 35. Roughly. The Warriors. Well, this, Warriors. This might be one to throw out to listeners. Who is the youngest non-playing NRL coach there you go. ever? Oh four ever. five seven seven three six ever. seven three six. Not premiership time. winner. No, just ever. Just Gus ever. won the premiership in yeah. his first year of coaching, age thirty. Name three other coaches that won a premiership in their first year of coaching in the NRL. There you go. Two Trent Robinson. Questions. Trent Robinson, correct? At thirty, he would have been 36, I think he was. Robert. Two thousand thirteen. Yep. Uh, Gus was Gus was there in eighty seven, was he? Gus at the Bulldogs. No, eighty eight. No, but I, he was he, there in 87. As so reserve grade coach. So 88 was his first year. First year. So, so there's two. So Trent Robinson, Phil Gould. Pony Holloway? Nah. Ooh, the captain question. coach? Don't I think know. He's Don't back know. in the... He's won what, eight premierships. The great yeah. time, Bennett. Is he, what was he? He was at the Raiders as Bennett. an assistant. Uh, uh, well, yeah, well, they beaten in the grand final yeah. mm-hmm. in that one. So that there's, a, there's two others that spring to mind. One within the last, uh, in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And one that you should know. That I should know. You should know, Scott. Yeah, okay. There we go. There's a clue. Mm. There's a clue. Anyway, someone will get it. Uh, okay. Uh, sock, maybe it was a aphorism. Aphorism. What? Aphorism. What's, what's that? Uh, you were thinking of meaning. Aphorism. A saying embodying aphorism. a general truth or astute observation. Isn't that the thing that makes you horny? <laughs> yeah, I think you can take those. You get a pack of aphorism. four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here for you. Careful the ones under the counter, though, uh, from what I've been told. Here for you, Daz. Uh, thanks, Daz. P.S. Every time I pick up the magazines with the pictures, for some reason the pages are all. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We don't Michael need Hagen? Bingo, yeah. 2001. Yeah, bang. 2001, well, Michael Hagen. This this show, weren't we? Yeah. Because they got done 49-30. Yes. So what a roller coaster as a coach yeah. to go through. And yeah. and there is – oh, we've got a – okay. Jeremy is on the line from West Pennant Hills. G'day, Jeremy. Oh, hey, how are you, Lincoln? Yeah, we're going really well, and they've jumped at Rose Hill. In fact, they've just That's... about run around. Les Vampires. He's – He's flat out. Oh, now Cabalas is coming up into third and being put under pressure by Griff to the outside. Les Vampus still leads. Oh, this leaves this thing coming down the outside. Kintyre, uh, you might be hanging on here, Socky, for a place. We no. are out of it, Sats, you and I. So uh, yeah, I don't think any of us are going to collect oh, here, but they are the just going to oh, – Oh, the, the Blue it. Army's got it. Yeah, the Gandalf Now, do you blue. know Jeremy's the voice of the – remember the, the intruder or – what was the what was the the voice used to give all the help me out here, Jeremy? Well, Nashi Ru Willis. Just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you used to call me, Sam? Yeah. Um, oh, uh, the voice on the used uh, to give used to give the hints, not the intruder. Fugitive. The fugitive. The fugitive. The fugitive. He's got he's the old <laughs> voice of the fugitive. Okay, Jeremy, the voice <laughs> of the fugitive. What have you What have you got for us today? What? Mate, was the question uh, the question three coaches? Um, was that the the answer? Would that be Sticky Poo, Ricky Stewart? Oh, did Sticky Poo after that Graham Murray time that he had? Uh, you know when Graham Murray coached the Roosters and then Ricky Stewart jumped in. Correct. 2002. Correct. 2002. First year. There is, And there's another one. So there's five that have done it. I'd forgotten about that Ricky Stewart mm. one, Jeremy. Quite correct. So Hagen did it 2001. Ricky Stewart did it 2002. 
With the Roosters. Yeah, with the Roosters. There's one other. <laughs> How old are you, Jeremy? I'm uh, 43. 43, Very okay. question, but anyway. Yeah, yeah you weren't alive, yeah. Jeremy. Uh, neither was Scott, neither was I, and that means Socky and uh, Al weren't uh, a maestro. So there you go. Good on you, Jeremy. That's a good pickup. Have we got a prize? No? Fair enough. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> Yeah. You win our goodwill. Jeremy used to always say he was from Upper Pennant Hills. Oh, He's God. now said West Pennant Hills. Yeah, just yeah. let it go, he loves Jeremy. It. Yeah. yeah, it's like saying you're coming from Cordor Heights yep. or something like that. Mm. <laughs> Cordor, right? Where are you from? Richmond, not <laughs> Richmond Heights. <laughs> just Richmond, baby. So it's Kenny says Nathan Brown, thirty thirty one ish at the Dragons. Okay. That's the winner. That's there you the go. Winner. Was he, he was 30... 20, 29 when he took over the Dragons. Well, hang on a sec. You just give him a tick and, and well, Kenny's well, saying well, he's 30, got the name right. He's right. got the name right. That's what I was thinking for. Which Nathan Brown? See, that we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kev says, so for all the Gus talk about toughness, he quit playing footy in his 20s. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I tell you yeah. what, we interviewed uh, on Sports Day, great Dave Brown. Dave Brown. Dave Boyle. Dave Brown, Dave as Boyle. in the Bradman of Rugby League yeah. from the 1930s. Yeah. What sort of Dave program are you running up there? South Sydney Rabbitohs as well. But um, no, Dave Boyle. David Boyle. Yeah. I've got to tell you. Yeah, okay. So we spoke about, you know, what was the word Henry? What did it mean to you? And he talked about, you know, just grab a head and punch it. Yeah. That was their fight name. Yeah. Henry's on. Henry's on. And But he did say 1989, they were the minor premiers. Honestly, they were so far ahead of everyone else. Such Phil, a great side, Phil Blake it? Yeah. was just scoring tries. I think Chip he scored 28 tries or something that Neil year. Baker. Neil Baker. Tugger. Um, had a great side, and they went out in straight sets. And he actually said, Gus, Gus was really our coach. No, you're talking about 86. 86, sorry, yeah. Gus George was really Biggins our got Dallium coach of the year. That was it, yeah. yeah. He said, Gus was so... Um, so great for us as a player, he made us look at the game in a completely different way. Mm. And this is a guy that was in his mid-20s or like 27 or something, ever he was. Tugger Coleman tells the story about they were at training one day and they were just just running through the sets. And George Piggins said, like, yep, let's just run through the sets. And they Gus just sort of let it go for a little bit. And then he said, all right, okay, bring it in here, guys. And it was at the old Redfern Oval. And he literally just drew in the in the dirt. We get to here and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and mm. then we're going to get to here and then we're going to do this. And and that he was uh, and George Piggins goes on the record saying, "Yeah, I won <coughs> Dallium Coach of the Year." But Phil Gould was doing a lot of it. There is one more that won a comp in their first year of coach, nineteen sixty nine, in oh, one of the Dragons. biggest no. boilovers in history. Uh, oh, my, my dad! I'll tell you a funny story about that grand final. Sid Williams scored the try in the right hand corner, the northeastern corner of the Sydney Cricket Ground. Right. The Balmain Tigers won 11-2. Minus Arthur Beetson. Minus out Arthur. Suspended. Out suspended. Out suspended. Les. Oh, close. Le- Le- Leo. Leo. Ah, go. Le- Leo Nosworth. Yes. So Leo 1969, Nosworthy. South Sydney, unbackable favourites to win the comp. 160, they got beaten 65, beaten 67, uh, 167, 168, 69. They're unbackable. Yep. Hot so favourites. 69. So the old man tells me the story. He said they're sitting in the – How old was your old man? So my old man was 26. Right. Prime so of his career. 26, 27, yeah. So sitting in the grandstand in the members at the front of the dressing sheds while second grade, third grade's finishing, second grade about to start, haven't gone in to get strapped or anything yet. 
the JJ Gilton and Shield is sitting down in between both the the dressing sheds as you run out uh-huh. on the field. Yeah. So he's sitting there with his great mate John Lurch O'Neill, and he says Lurch said, "Fair income sets." I can't believe we're playing these cats today. <laughs> we should go down and get the JJ Gilton and Shield now, do a lap of honour, go down to the Collie, talking about the Cauliflower Hotel, yes, yes. and just have a few schooners. My dad wasn't a drinker, and, and he said, come on, Lurch, come on, mate. They'll, they'll be tough, these guys. Are you serious? They're a bunch of cats. We shouldn't be playing them. Five minutes ago before full time, the old man's trotting across the field, and Lurch looms up alongside him. He goes, guess what, Sats? He goes, what? He goes, these cats are going to beat us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that great? As Xavier Coates goes across for a try, so Will Warbrick scored. Xavier Coates has scored, but it's taken a while, hasn't it? It was actually 6-4 in favour of the Titans. Now 8-6, the Storm have done it. We're about halfway through the first half. Didn't Trent Robinson win his grand final in his first year? Yep, Statsy, we've got him. Uh, so there we go. Uh, Bondi Jack was right. Bondi Jack, yes. Slats, uh, no, Sats and Rat went in a car ride with Doc Brown back in time to interview Dave Brown. Mm. That's the Western Sydney Eagle. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all right, now, he also said, P.S., I'm not fussed if that dude, that's Kid Leroy, yeah, is from Redfern. That music is shite. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on Eagle Rock, oh, a yeah. sure winner. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Mm, uh, things yeah. have progressed a lot out there, Western Sydney Eagle. Uh, thank you for that. Boys, I've already booked flights and so have half of the Whistler Wolves Rugby League team. Wow. This is for tickets to Allegiant Stadium, round zero. We cannot wait. Just need tickets to come on sale. So, See oh, you all in Vegas. So they haven't been put on sale yet? Not yet. Okay. Do no. we know when that's happening, Jim? We don't know, do we? There was an NRL press release on Thursday said, hey, these are the games. This is the times, roughly. Yep. Uh, and stand by because there'll be – Travel and accommodation and all those packages, flights and all that coming soon. Mm. So I'd imagine there's a number of tour operators out there that they would go, oh, right, well, there's 50 for you. How many do you want? 100, right? You'll take 100, you take 200, you take Very rarely in football do you have the opportunity, because you watch it in cricket a lot. Yep. I'll go overseas and play international cricket and you take your tour groups. Mm. Like surely you guys have already a well, little bit that- ahead of the curve here. You'd be great <laughs> to go with, have a little pair, Jimmy and... Sats. Well, I got to I got to say, one of our, out there who wanted to join one of our stable mates, which is a ballpark, you'd think they well they take groups away to some of the biggest events around the world. Ballpark will definitely take a group. Hutchie's in there at the moment, just nutting it out with Peter Volandis mm. and Andrew Abdo about how many tickets. I want two hundred and fifty. No, we yeah. can only give you hundred. All right, three hundred. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like Homer Simpson negotiating. That's right. Dirty sold. <laughs> Someone was telling me about, I think one of the text messages said about, yeah, never accept their first offer. Yeah, yeah. And and Homer was, <laughs> yeah. someone had sold no. Homer, Homer, never accept never accept the first offer. He's going in to see Mr. Burns. Never accept the first offer. He walked in, he said, would you like a drink? No. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what about, that's like the Seinfeld episode with Jackie Childs. Who told you to take the bomb? I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. <laughs> Oh, very good. 10-6, 10-6. Kick was successful. The Melbourne Storm leading against the Gold Coast Titans. 17 and a half minutes remaining in the first half. Uh, G'day, guys. I'll be catching up with my good mate, Scotty Petherbridge, tomorrow, who's living in the OC at the moment. That's... Orange County. Well done. That's California, is it? Mm. But yeah, that's okay. San Diego region, right? Good show. Was it called the OC? Yeah. It was yeah. a show, that's wasn't it? That's the only it? reason I do know mm. it, yeah. I thought it was San Diego. Uh, anyway, uh, in Sydney for a few days, we are discussing our plans for Vegas as well. 
I already know about five punters club who are all going to Vegas. Might be the greatest trek ever made by Australian since Kokoda. Oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> Statsy from Freshwater. <laughs> but you can't tell me. If you've got a spring punters club that are going, oh. you, you can't say, right, what are we doing this year, boys? I know. Well, go to Vegas. Yeah. Or yeah, or your, girls and or, girls. Or your punters clubs or your fantasy footy teams. Yep, yep, you go, right, yep. we're going to go to Vegas, uh, round zero, we're going to do our draft. Yeah. While we're over there. Yeah, mm. perfect. Mm. And watch yeah. the hangover on the way over and just yeah. go, this is how it's going to be. Exactly. Yeah, just yeah. write up a few notes. If we were the hangover, <laughs> which character are you? Your chow. Just the short, Easy. fat one. Yeah, chow. Yeah, yeah chow. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's chow. Who are you? Uh, I'd like to think I'm Bradley Cooper. Yeah, we all want to be yeah. Bradley yeah. Cooper. We all but be Bradley. in reality, who are you? In reality, I'm probably the guy that lost his tooth. Yeah, I'm the dentist too. The dentist? I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. What about you, Al? Yeah, who are maestro. You? What's the maestro? Well, I hope I'm not Zach Alan. No. about you. No, I'm not Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, I don't want to be Alan. Did Caesar actually live here? Alex is the baby. Remember the baby that's in the unit? That's probably more accurate. That's probably more accurate. Oh, very good. Boys, if Fletch is running a tour, I'm in. Some things in life are unmissable. Be Cheers. careful what you wish for. Canara Cowboy. Canara. If, if, like, if you want me to put it together for you, uh, Ballpark Entertainment, then I'm saying, right, Fletch, you're going. Can I just combine two things we've been talking about here? Yeah. Fletch and Gus. So, Jimmy, you played under Gus with Fletch yes. at the Roosters. Yes. Any uh, good stories from us? Oh, for Fletch us from has told them time? numerous times, numerous times. about. Uh, he had a bit of an issue and got into a fight. Uh, we actually read his police statement right and, and and one answer was yes no um you know you know how you know how it doesn't come through on the page yeah. and sometimes he's like what was that flesh oh, oh yeah there's no tone in the text no that's no. right so like, that's yeah. right uh no oh, wait sorry <laughs> no, um. and, and, then, and then at one point there was okay uh, mr fletcher just to let you know that uh senior constable such and such a female's name is will be joining the interview now and the response from Fletcher was, oh, hi, how are you going? <laughs> See, you can read that anyway, can't you? You can say, yeah. oh, hi, how are you going? Or, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. hi. oh, hi, how are you going? <laughs> how are you going? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he got himself into a bit of trouble there and, there was, and, and, and then he was basically just going to be kicked out of the club. And then he said, oh, Gus, Gus saw him out one night at, at Archie's. Yep. And he famously said, where have you been? What are you doing? He goes, oh, I think I'm out of the club. And, you know, no, come back to training. Come back to training. So he went back to training. Mm-hmm. And then 22 games after yeah. his NRL debut, he was selected to play for Australia. He's an amazing player. It's just it really so hard to play against. It's lost a bit, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, all right, we're just about to jump at Mooney Valley. Do we want to take a break here, Al, or we stay with this one? Uh, let's stay with it. Because, okay. Um, it's only a shorty, 1,200 metres. So number two, Croatian Bell is Jimmy's horse here, seven dollars two thirty-five the place. Number nine, Beauty Rising for Sats at $11 and $3.10 the place. That's drifted big time today. What? And number three, Inhibitions. <laughs> he had him in on Thursday, by the yeah. way. Number three, Inhibitions, which has become the shorty. two sixty the win, dollar forty the place. Ben Mellon for James Cummings there for Sox. So Sox backing favourites now. My idea was to blow you out of the water early doors and then yeah. just pick favourites and just get over the line. But... Now the turntables. Mm. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, as they jump, the leader is uh, Ethereal Star. I was there the day Ethereal won the Melbourne Cup. Steve Bradbury, that's mine. 
You're in the back. What's out the back there? No chance. At Moody Valley, where it's a short corner into a straight. And it's drifted like you wouldn't believe. Got the blows on. First up after a spell is Croatian Bill. Jamie Carr rides. So where is Croatian Bill in the run? Oh, there this could it is. be Kiwi. Stuck in the middle. I'm just saying, this could be Kiwi. Sitting or in the not. Box seat, the three mm. inhibitions. Yeah. Like so, anyway, they're yeah. going along. 1,200 metres, this one, uh, yeah. at Mooney Valley. So, they'll swing out there, yeah. won't they, Socky? They slingshot. Straight. Yeah, around the corner. Just around the slingshot. That's it. Bang. Uh, and got to be up present. front. You got to be on speed, otherwise you are no chance. Well, I'm about three wide at the moment. I'm um, six wide. <laughs> no cover. I'm in the car. Here we go. Part. I'm coming down here, boys. Here is this comes, you on the outside? Squad. Come on, the Godolphin. Come oh, on. It is too. The You've blue army. You've got to want it. Army. Oh, yeah, they've got welcome. it done. I think I'm gonna. Just get nutted for a place too. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't Sats. Came down the outside, no, it was it? No, it wasn't mine. Oh, it is. Nah, inhibitions. 270? 270 top plus 130. So four oh, so you're in front now. Yeah. You're in front. Well done, $4. you. Don't sound so surprised. Uh, a little surprised, I must admit. Uh, so no collect for you, Sats. No collect for me. Yep. And now we have a new clubhouse leader. 12 and a half minutes remaining. Still no sign of Ryan Pappenhausen. Ten all. The Gold Coast Titans have scored a try. Ten all. I've got a – when we come back, I've got a story about – when you're talking about Archies and Bondi, and <laughs> I've got a story about uh, Trevor Gilmeister. Yeah, welcome back to Let It Ride. Sats, Jimmy Smith. I like to call him Jimmy Smythe <laughs> yeah. and also Socky Boy. Now, I, I, before we went to the break, you were talking about a, lot of, those, a lot of those haunts around the, the eastern suburbs. Yeah. Not there anymore, Archie's? No, not no, there. No, no, I think it's a Nails place. Okay. Yeah, Nails. So salon. Trevor Gilmeister in his days at the Roosters in the 80s yep. before he went to the Brisbane Broncos, yep. of course. So he said both he and Trevor Patterson arrived back at the <laughs> Leagues Club. Mad, wasn't he, Trevor, Trevor Patterson? Patterson? They arrived back at the Leagues Club and he said, I need to go get some money. I said, okay. So he said it's when ATMs and that just sort of started to become a little bit more frequent. Yep. He said, oh, I think there's one down the road. Yeah, I'll go down. So he goes down. He puts his card in, puts his PIN number in. And he said, I can feel someone standing behind me. He turns around. Guy goes, mate, it might be a bit safe if you just give me the money. Mm. Trevor Gilmoss said, he was standing right on my right shoulder. He said, it was perfect for a left hook. <laughs> he said, he was positioned beautifully. He said, mate, you sure you want to do this? And the guy said, mate, I'm pretty sure. Give me the money. And he said, okay. So as he reached to get the money, his hand was still on the money. He said he left the money and he hit this guy flush on the chin and dropped him. And then his mate got out, come running around the corner. He went bang and I dropped him as well. He said, he said I got my money, which he said I got $100 there. He said, back then it's a lot of money. So I got $100 out. He said, I dragged him into the nearby garden. And he said, I, and he said, I saw some money out, just, just sticking out of his pocket. He said, so I took that money and I checked the other guy's pockets and I checked that money. I said, thank you. That's insurance. <laughs> he said, I went back. He said, Trevor Patterson asked whether I could get money for him as well. <laughs> so he said, I went back and Trevor Patterson wanted 50. I'll give him a hundred. He said, what? He goes, yeah, it's a donation, son. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, that, yeah, that was an amazing era. You're going up to Archie's. They used to have dollar drink nights, dollar drink nights mm. on a Wednesday night. Like yep. just crazy, the kids. Uh, are you locked in for race uh, eight, the yeah. San Domenico? Are you locked in, Socky? Yeah. What have I got there? Cornish. Maestro. You're, You're on the favourite again, Sock. Yeah. So for all that talk early. Anyway, $4. <laughs> wow, boom. The win, $1.75, the place for the Blue Army. James Cummings, written by Nashville Willer today. Boy. Sats, you've locked in number three, Libertad, for yep. Annabelle Neesham, written by Chad Schofield. $8.50, yep. the win, $2.70, the, the place. 
And Jimmy Smith has gone number nine, the Kandinsky Abstract, written by James McDonald for Chris Waller. $5 the win, $1.95 the place. So that's going to be tight. Just say Sock gets a place mm. and I get the win. Mm. That's going to be tight because so, I've already got a dollar ninety. right? Can you tell me what mine is play, paying again, please, Socky? I mean... Maestro? $8.50 at yeah. the moment. Yeah. You, win. Yeah. you win. You win. You win. So this is right. what I do, Jim. We this haven't won yet. Well, most weeks, this is what it's I pretty do. Good. He is pretty good. Ask Trent know. Copeland. Look at you just backing away from, where's your fight in you? Where's I, the killer in you? I pick and you? choose my fights. <laughs> Jimmy, you're no chance. And Sats, you're really close, right? So you keep your head down, mate. You'll get there. If I win and you run a place, we're going to be really tight. Oh. I don't even know whether that can get me home. So that's that's where I'm. Well, let's just let it let it let it ride, as yeah, they say. Yeah, let it ride. Yeah, the hey, hence the, title. the name of the program. Hi, Steve P here, coach in his first year. Leo Nosworthy, yeah. So yes. uh, got that one. Here's a here's a pat on the back for you, Sat. Sats, your interview with Ivan Cleary a couple of weeks back was top shelf. Congratulations. Interesting. He said he was not looking forward to playing the Warriors again. That's from the Windsor Warrior. Yeah, that was. I think that was more Windsor Warrior. That was more around coaching against his good mate Andrew Webster. Right. He said, I'd, yeah, he doesn't want to face them in a grand final because they're good mates and someone's got to be a loser. Well, I don't want to use the word loser. Yeah, yeah. You do. They, yeah, you're someone a first loser. Win, someone yeah. has to lose. Well, you called your son, Austin. He got second in a maths <laughs> comp. You said, well, you're the first loser. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Probably a little harsh on him. Anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't reckon it's it was about school. Austin's age when you were knocking me over <laughs> in third grade. You were two years old. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> so here's the other thing. Now we get... The pole vault mm. at the World Championships, oh, and everyone go. gets a ribbon. Here we go. Don't mind it. What? I spoke to Sugar about this as well, and I was swayed by the uh, swayed by the, uh, the the public who agreed much on the same vein as yourself there, Jimmy. That you should have to keep going. We had some interesting ideas, like cut the pole vault, just keep taking 30 centimetres off the pole vault. Mm-hmm. And whoever oh, the can't actual make the height. Yeah, yeah, yeah so keep, keep oh, chopping yeah, it okay. someone yeah, misses yeah. Make the hole sh- smaller on the ground that they've got to put so the pole like, vault So then how else into? would you do this? So that's this? all illogical, right? You yeah. like to being illogical. Okay. But what I read the article, it said, after a gruelling two-hour competition, I'm like, they sit there with their headphones on for the vast majority of that time. So the listeners, so what happened at the Budapest World Championships? They both cleared. This is the pole vault. Three yes. Yeah. Nina meters. Kennedy of Australia and uh, Jackie Moon, I think. Oh, it, it was Moon. Moon. It wasn't Jackie oh, Moon. Jackie <laughs> Moon. <laughs> it wasn't Jackie <laughs> Moon. I think, I think it might have been Jackie's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's the Olympic champion. She's the world champ, right? I'm not sure she's a world record holder. But anyway, they both cleared 490. Lovely, sexy. And... <laughs> They both failed three times on 495. Yep. So Nina. That's it. That's a dead heat. No, no, it's not. It is. Nina walked up to uh, Jackie Moon's daughter yep. and said. Love me sexy, yeah. Yeah. Said, Katie. Her name's Katie. Katie Moon. And she said, hey, maybe do you want to split this? Do you want to share this? And she went, oh, yeah, great. What an idea. And I'm like, if that's at the Baldry Shield Sports where Wallenbean and Barb Edmund and Illabo and Stock and Bingle all take each other on. What? Fine. Exactly, right? If that's fine, right? That's where I, that's our primary school carnival. Yep. Right. If that's if that's a, but at the world championships, no 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 no. We we've only made one gold medal. We need to find a winner, thanks. Mm. Well it happened at the two thousand twenty slash twenty one Olympics. And that's wrong. With the Qatar and the Italian high jumper. Yeah. They couldn't that's go correct. any higher. Yep. So you can't start going down. 
Because they've, they've already cleared it. No, what's, okay. what's the difference this, between this and a dead heat in the 100 metre Yeah, so yeah, yeah Usain was... Bolt, Morris, Maurice Green comes, or Tyson oh, yeah. Gay so, so, comes it, flying up the okay, outside. So, okay, rugby league grand final. Yep. Get all the way to the end. Yep. 30 apiece at the end. Let's yep. just say it's a high scoring affair. Mm. Broncos, Panthers run off their feet. Just split oh, it. Oh, just split, split it, boys. No, split no. It. That's it. Well, why not? It's, just split it. it's, it's exactly the same. It's all The captains can walk into a room and go, you know what? We've, we're, we're absolutely spending. We we're just eight, 80 point, minutes. Absolutely. And, and that's it. Oh, here's joint the, premiers. Here's joint the other premiers. one, Sock. Okay. The Clive Churchill <laughs> medal winner <laughs> is so in 2003. Think. The Clive Churchill medal winner is Luke Prittis. And Scott Sattler, they both played <laughs> so well together. Would have been happy with it. Yeah. Of course you would have been. Yeah, but Didn't Luke he... Prittis was probably the most dominant <laughs> performance ever in a grand final. <laughs> Didn't we have level Dally M winners about we did. three years ago? Tamalolo. But it's a different system. It's a different system. Do you think Maurice Green and Usain Bolt have manufactured a dead heat. Is that what you're saying? You is, can't manufacture a dead heat. That's the point. You can manufacture it in the pole vault. No, you, you make can't. it. No, I didn't make it. No, me neither. They've already missed it three times at that distance. So it's dead heat. Well done, people. Wasn't there a – competed um, well. What was the tennis one? And the listeners might be able to know where it went about 60 – In the tie break. Isna and it went Mahu. for 60 games. Yeah. Isna that was about 2010 Wimbledon, wasn't That's it? That's basically where you just go. John Isner playing his last US Open. Ah, oh, wow. There you year, go. How old is he? 36, 37? Uh, big towards that. 6, 10? Big server. When these big guys really? go, like yep. – uh, the the you know we've still got help me out here with tennis players yep. names I've got a bit of a blank yeah but once we lose Marty, Roger Dahl, Roger Federer Roger Marty yes. Fish who's coming through is the next wave um since, so Alcaraz, Alcaraz is going to yeah. be the incumbent in yeah. world number one well, we lost a bit of personality is what I'm saying yeah mm. big time there's a lot of the young guys I mean sits a pass but he's curious he's, he's a personality yeah he's well liked you love him Sats. I love him yeah I think he's exactly what tennis needs mm. there's a burning building. And Nick Kyrgios and Jamie Soward are in it. <laughs> you wow. You can only catch one. And, well, Jimmy, Jamie, and, Jimmy, and Jimmy Smith. Jamie Smith. Jimmy Smith. shorter. He's a lot shorter. He's in the catch. Arms and legs everywhere, Nick Kyrgios. Ah, oh, leave me out of that Look like at giraffe. Uh, there we go. It's a tie. They both burn. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I keep walking. I keep walking. <laughs> Halftime, Storm 18-10. Xavier Coates has got a couple of tries. Got a double, too. yeah. Uh, Cam Munster threw a dummy down the short side. And um, early ball to Xavier Coates go for his second just before half time. Still loading for the San Domenico. Just confirming uh, the horses that we are on, please, Al. Uh, number nine, the Kandins- Kandinsky abstract for Jimmy, who uh-huh. is the long. Oh, sorry, second longest. I'm all over the shop. Five dollars at the moment. It's running. Number three, Libertad is the longest for Scott Sattler. Eight dollars and two sixty the place. And then Corniche for Sock, who is the favourite for. James Cummings, written by Nashua Willup, four dollars and a dollar seventy-five. He's gone Davos tip again. Uh, Corey Brown likes uh, Corniche as well. You so we're just talking Gators. about the two thousand and three mm-hmm. Cricket World Cup, and you yeah. were saying RT Ponting stats. I was just no, I was just looking at his numbers across his career. I'm thinking, uh, I asked a friend of mine who's a mad cricket nut, and I said to him, "If you had someone batting for your life, who would it be?" And he said, "Oh, Steve Waugh." And then he went, "Oh, hang on a sec. No, it'd be Ponting." It'd be Ponting. Because mm. you know, it started out, if you had, you could only pick Gavaskar <coughs> or Tendulkar or Coley. Ooh. And he's a historian. I said, who are you picking to bat for your life out of those three? He said, probably Tendulkar. Yeah. 
And he said, then Coley, then Gaviscar. I said, okay. And then the Australian story, Australian question came up. But I was looking at his numbers. And that 2003 World Cup we were talking about. Yeah. When you need someone to stand up. With Warren being sent home as well. So they had rain that day in... Uh, in Wanderers? Yeah. At Joanna's That's what it was, up the yeah. tunnel there. Yeah. Um, and we've jumped. jumped in the San Domenico. Firestar, number 10, is the current leader. Yeah. Yeah, So and there was a bit of rain about. So India sent Australia in, and it was ragging. So it was really, when you get a bit of moisture in the wick at the top of the top of the dirt, as you'd know, Jimmy, you can get quite soft, and it was spinning. But yep. they got off to a fly. The Aussies, Hayden and Gilchrist, none for 100 off 12 or 13 overs. A couple of wickets in the middle there. Hayden and Gilchrist get out. Then Martin and Ponting put it on. I think they were Did Martin down, get 102? No, nah, 80, 80. 80 off 80. Right. And Ponting won. Big, big one, 100 plus. Um, to get them over the line. How's this race going here, Jim? Well, they've come around the bend here, and Firestar still leads from the instructor. Libertad is yours, Sats, and it's coming down the outside and really pushing to the lead. I'm looking hard for uh, Kandinsky, and it's nowhere. I think Libertad is going to hang on, oh. flying down the outside. The nine, no, number three. It's what three. I do, Jim. <laughs> I it's what I that. do, Jim. I cannot believe that. I cannot believe that. To the... Di- to the Victor. Get it out, mate. Go yeah. to the spoils. I'm just trying can, to think can I sit there and say something, though? Diamond Dogs. The We've do- won. Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> we're the Diamond Dogs. You have called. He's won that. You've called uh, an audible, though, on the last play. Because yeah. you were sitting here saying, look, if Cornish gets up. That's what the great quarterbacks do. Yeah, they Stop. do. That's You're it. just playing what you see. Yeah. Yeah. Play with some eyes up footy, they oh, call it. <laughs> eyes up punting. That's yeah. eyes up punting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So the, the incredible thing about that, if you weren't trailing sock at this point, you wouldn't have changed your tip. No. There you go. Mm. And you've reacted. It's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, fit you. I don't just fit to one strategy. No. I'm not locked in, Jim. I don't pigeonhole anything. Are you multi-level sort yeah. of stuff? Yeah. Multi-faceted. Faceted? Yep. That's a, a good like word. Trail, word just mm. sort of. Trail just, You don't know what you're going to get. Just yeah. shake, shake the magic eight ball. <laughs> see what happens. There we go. Magic eight <laughs> ball. Remember those? Did you ever have those? Magic eight balls? You'd no. shake it and have like, yes, no, mate. So you'd ask it a question, shake the magic oh. eight ball. Yeah. There's like that, like the kids with the four, one, two, yeah, that's, three, that's four, right. yeah. the little not, paper. Didn't you not get a magic eight ball? Don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, I missed out a lot in my childhood. Mm, so that's a that. separate show. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The pole vault needs a wild card round, says Joel from the Shire. That's actually Lundy. That's Lundy saying that. Joel from so the Shire. You were saying that. Hey, I do like day. Joel. I do like Sugar's idea about team one gets to pick whoever they want to play week one of the finals. I do yeah. like that. <laughs> Well, let's, we can talk about it if you like. Yeah. Go, go in, right. in the break. I was sorry, I can listen to it again if you like. In the like. break. <laughs> the tall poppy syndrome? What? The American one? We're yeah. talking about that? Yeah, give yeah. us your analogies when it comes to lawn. Because we're analogy. talking about the Americans. Okay. How they're... So if you're an American and your neighbour has got a beautiful lawn. Beautiful. Beautiful lawn. Beautiful. Okay, they want to find out how they can get that same lawn. What, fertiliser? Is it, is it um, using... Chicken crap, whatever it may be. Yeah, dynamic lifter. Yeah, I dynamic lifter. That's what yep. I call it. And Kudamundra. Yeah. Um, if you're a Kiwi, yeah, and you go away on holidays, your your neighbour will look after your lawn because yeah. they're beautiful people, married one. Mm. But in Australia, they'll round up your lawn. Yeah, they will. Who's ever? That's a great euphemism, mate. mate unless really it's not. No one's going to round up your lawn. <laughs> well, Martin Bell unless did it's... to me in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the goal. I was the Gold Coast Gardener of the Year. That's a true story. Is that right? Do you, got do you want to hear about up? it after the break? I do. Uh, I do. There is that and the whole after and, this. And anyone else's divorcee will probably have a similar story. So there we go. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs>
You don't want to be a national icon, do you, here in Australia? They'll tear you down, Scott. Yeah. They will tear you down. I don't care who you are. Uh, congratulations, you've won. When do we have the winner of the grand final? What's uh, What race are we doing that, Al? So we're doing the next race at Mooney Valley, which jumps in 10 minutes. Right. Do we want mm-hmm. the starting list yet, or will I hold that? No, throw it out. Let's My do team, it. Throw okay. it oh, hang on. Whatever you did previously, apparently you've got to do it this time. So okay. let's just go with oh, that. Oh, now you're going to buy oh, in. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. here we go. This is what it looks like. The starting team. Sats, we've got a couple here because it's a small field. So Michael is on number three interpretation of $4.40 along with Hillstorm. What race is this? This is race uh, seven from okay. Mooney Valley, okay. the Rabbit Handicap. Gotcha. Number three interpretation is being ridden by Michael and Hillstorm. Number three interpretation. Number five, Maserati Bay. Steve from Dubbo and Mark from Mortdale are on number five, Maserati Bay. Number six, Braden Star is being ridden by Roosterman and Clem from the coast. That's number six, Braden Star. We have Podge. What's he got? Number seven, Lundy as Deep Strike, along with number seven, Deep Strike, Bulldog Brad. Uh, and number eight, Future History for Podge and Dave from Hawksnest. That's Future History number eight at $3.80, ninety. The place, the loan on the outsider is number nine, Irish Flame and Mick. You have drawn Irish Flame, who's out to $31 as and the outsider. Alex, if someone was fortunate enough to get the winning horse, what do they win? They've got a Makita prize pack today, Jimmy. Mm. Uh, the Makita prize pack, which is, you know, we've got the stubby cooler. We've got a nice jacket that we've been throwing into these at the end of winter. Nice. Um, Makita XGT, that's all thanks to the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation, and power without limits for Makita. A player's coming back onto the field to this Storm versus Titans game. Second half about to start. Just looking at the data that's coming through for Tino Fasua Malawi. I would anticipate that he's been on for the entire 40 he minutes. Has. He's had 12 carries for 114 metres plus 23 tackles. He's a machine. <laughs> that's Absolute incredible. machine. Guess what, Tino? you got another decade of that ahead of you. So there you go. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Uh, Martin, Bella. Signing. Martin Bella. Uh, Martin Bella. Martin Bella. So Munster. what did he do? 1997 was his last year at the Gold Coast Chargers. Had a great year. He missed about 10 games with a hernia. Hang on. Well, Hank, yeah. had a great year, missed 10 games no, with a hernia. No, he didn't. But the other games that he played, he was outstanding. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, He yeah. stood over Spud one day at Carrara Stadium. He did not. Stu- not our Spud. Spud is out there listening. He stood <laughs> over Spud. Two great manly front rows. But anyway... um. So my nickname was Worm at the Chargers. Yeah, why was that? Well, I... Do you want to say? No, no, it was all right. It was oh. all right because um, they used to always say that I would worm my way in and out of stuff all the time. Right. Yeah, so I just became Worm. So in 1997, I, the Gold Coast City Council had this garden of the year, included your lawn. And I used to love gardening and looking after my lawn. Nigel Gaffey, a former teammate. Yeah, legend. He got me into lawns because he was a greenkeeper. So, ah. so anyway, I looked after my lawns and they entered me into it. The The council said, did you want to come in? And actually, I won it. I got the garden of the year. <coughs> right. Yeah. Worm. I had this beautiful lawn. What's his, sorry, what's his name? Worm. Oh, Sattler. Yeah. Scott. Beautiful from the, lawn. Oh, the worm. From the Chargers. The worm. The worm. The worm. <laughs> we'll give him the award. So... We know how these council things run. So anyway. after we have Mad Monday, after I scored the try in the semi-final to beat Illawarra, Mary yeah. crying, yeah, crying, and Johnny Cross, yeah, Johnny Cross and Co. Trent Barrett, just a moment. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 young first uh, season. But anyway, Dean Calloway. But um, in saying uh, that, Budgie, <laughs> Budgie Head, <laughs> Budgie Calloway. Uh, so uh, anyway, we had Mad Monday, and 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 Munster had retired, and he was driving back to Mackay, which is like. 
he's going to take a couple of days. So fast forward about four or five days, I'm getting out of the car. I look at my lawn. How good is my lawn? Hang on a sec. Is that a bit of lawn grub? So I look over. I'm checking it. I put something over, like a hessian bag over top of it to see if the lawn grub comes out. Um, yeah, yeah. It's apparently What's what lawn not, grub? Lawn grub is it eats, it eats your it's oh. a grass away. Lawn grub. Right. So it's like a little fly that sits in your grass. Anyway, Just out of interest, yep. you didn't go and Google the Hessian thing. Who told you that? Nigel Gaffey. Right. <laughs> okay, good. So fast forward another three days and I'm getting out of the car and went, what, gee, that lawn grub's everywhere. And then three, four, five days, it's just everywhere. I'm going, oh, my God, this is terrible. It looks like it's dripping water, like oh, water yeah. dripping away. And yeah. So I went and got my ladder and got on my roof to look over the top of it to see how <laughs> – and no it, drones in those days. Yeah, no drones. So I got up on my roof and I looked and I said, what, what's that? So looking, it had the word, letters W-O-R-M on his way to Mackay. <laughs> Marty Bella stopped by and put ran, ran up the word worm in my front lawn. Is that right? Yeah. There you go. All because tall poppy syndrome. You've got was, the best lawn in on the Gold Coast. And I was a smart ass. Right. Yeah, we, okay. used to, we used to ride Marty pretty hard. Did he admit that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on. I, I rang him and said, did you... He goes, yeah. On the dial-up phone. Off, on, on the, the old dial-up, yeah. No mobile. For yeah. a pick of the board, yeah. how many origins did Martin Bella play? Marty Bella. Uh, Nine. 80... Nine is your answer. 86, I'm going to say 11. 21. What? Hang on, yeah. that has to be up there with one of the all-time. Mate, wow. I, I looked at that and I saw his data and went, Six, seven, 21 at seven, origins. At seven full Origins in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Seven wow. full series. Wow. He was enormous in origin. Yeah, he used to yeah. play well, didn't he? Didn't he, yeah. Uh, my dad's old neighbour went away for a month and asked my dad to look after the lawn while he was gone the day after old mate left. My old man mowed the lawn down to the dirt. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That's what good neighbours do. Western Sydney Eagle. Well, anyway. <laughs> Hillstorm Hillary. I've got a fantasy. We're talking about Vegas and, yeah. you know, your fantasy. You yeah. said your punters club and your fantasy league. And yep. as soon as you said fantasy, this popped into Hillstorm's Boom. mind. I've got a fantasy. Vegas, Sats, and let it ride. Yeah. So oh, there we go. I'm all over that, Hillary. Yeah. She's, and once again, yeah. you've come through for yeah. her. So, so to speak. That's what I do. Come on, Alan. What's Alan got for I'm a provider. us? Some Alan quotes. Oh, so Alan did get in contact with the program, Alan Katzman. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, and just had to pick you up on a little bit of stuff that so you. Tall poppy syndrome? Yeah. No, okay. just wrong and right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, facts. just facts. Just facts. Um, facts versus Seriously. opinion. So that 2010 Roosters-Tigers game wasn't a prelim oh, final. Oh, sorry, Alan. It was week one of the finals. The Tigers mm. third versus the Roosters sixth. Due to other results, the Roosters were gone if they lost. Yes. The Roosters won two more finals after this to make the 2010 grand final a year after running last I in did. 2009. Didn't win it. Yeah. Mm. I've got to say, I, it was a very uneventful grand final, that grand final. 2010. It was just really, really, this is what's going to happen in this grand final. It's like 2000 Broncos versus Roosters. Actually, oh. another Roosters grand final. Well, the Very other th- dull. Uh, the, the one thing about that, I watched that game, I think... I don't think I was in Amsterdam. I was just on my way to Amsterdam before mm. flying back for the Olympics. Before so. losing four days of your life in Amsterdam. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. As a, again, there for four days and one night. So, <laughs> um, and and that the only the thing that stands out most about the 2000 Grand Final is 
The Broncos would have won 30 to nil if not for Luke Phillips at oh, fullback. Diamond Phillips was unbelievable. He had wasn't the most he? incredible game. Mm. Uh, they made breaks left, right, and centre, but yep. uh, just didn't score tries because he, he shut it down. Jimmy the Bear scratched himself in Mooney Valley, race seven. I was looking at that. Jimmy the Bear won last week. Okay. Uh, this is from Hillstorm. Wouldn't have had a hope anyway. Righto, Hillstorm. I think you've shown that Sats is your favourite today, yep. clearly. But anyway, um, and just on that, Boys, is it just me or have your SEN stars picked up on the fact that the weather that recently hit California was called Tropical Hillstorm Hillary? It was. Was it really? It was Tropical Hillary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Tropical Hillary was very topical. Mm. There you go. So they go through boys and girls' names on each letter. That's how they do it. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like Hillary and then might be Tropical Henry and then they go H-I form it's um, a really, if it's a really devastating one, it's always a female name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do we go to a break? Can well, we get well, a, no, just can to I straighten you up. Just the to word, straighten you up. How about those Yankees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straighten you up. What did you, so Katzman made a very interesting uh, point uh, that piqued Alan, my interest. Alan. Hey, no, yeah, Alan Katzman. Right. Mr. Katzman. Yeah. Um, made a very pertinent point there that the Roosters would be knocked out because they finished sixth yes. that year. Do we prefer. The old final system, one to eight, without going into talk of wild cards and things like that. Are we happier with the system we've nicked off the AFL or Sad, so what you, so what you were system? saying earlier. And and earlier you were saying and Team we're One about, should pick who I, I no, agree. Not, oh. that one, not that one, not that one. <laughs> oh, the, no no one can win out of outside the top four. History says yeah. with this current finals format, yes. if you finish any lower than third, mm. let's call it fourth, you can't win the comp. However, history will also say if you finish minor premiers, you only win thir- about 30% of the time. Mm. So, Really? Yeah. Is that a crap stat? It's 8 what out, of, eight out of 23. Crap stat. stat. Maybe a little bit better. 40%. So, what was that? Say minor premiers in the last 23 years or 25 years, if you take it the Melbourne years. Yeah. The minor premier has only gone on. So the Gilton and Shield yep. has only gone on to win around 30 to 40%. Really? Mm. Okay. Wow. That's so, still above. It's a lot. It's still outperforming. It's you know. Yeah. You saying it's the top four what, only. What are your Twenty five percent. So if they're at thirty three, they're still performing above, well above the rest but of. But you'd think the top four. If you're one out of 18, 16 teams. What about one and two play off? The winner of that goes straight into the final. Go on, flipping it on its head. Is it is it the big bash where first place just waits for everyone to get to you? No, Big Bash, the Big Bash, they've gone back to the other system. The oh Big Bash God. system that they had with all the, the Eliminator and the Challenger and all that. The Accommodator and the, <laughs> you really suck an Ader. The Radiator. The Radiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good system. Yeah. That was good. I like well, fifth, that. Fifth made it through to the finals last year. They finished fifth out of eight and eight. And first comp. just waits for you to get to the One and two they? playoff. Okay. So, so One and two uh, playoff, they go straight through the There is a sport where four and five. No. Four and five play each other, and then one and two play each other. Yep. Whoever wins out of one and two, straight to the grand final. Like it. Four and yeah. five, loser, out. Yep. Uh, then they the, played third. They play third. Mm. Winner waiting there third, third. Then plays the loser of the one v two, and then they play the final. Okay. For people following all that, well done. But how about you go this way, because then you knock out your resting players issue mm-hmm. for the minor premiers. Team number one gets the week off first week, two versus three. To go into what would be the qualify, what yep. would be essentially a preliminary yeah. final. Yeah, okay. Four versus five is your elimination final. Yes, 
And then you have the loser of the 2v3 play the winner of 4v5. Yeah. Well, one versus the winner of 2v3. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. To get into the grand I'd, final. Like the and then idea. you have your preliminary final the week after. I'm a fan of number one getting a little bit more say or at least getting a little bit more recognition. Yes. The shield and 200 grand doesn't quite cut it. How m- Oh, and the other thing about who cares, you know, what who wins what and all that. Well, if Kevy Walters has got written into his contract, yeah, here's absolutely. a 100K bonus if yeah. you get minor premiership, absolutely. he cares. Yep. Um, I, the only thing about that, how many games will it be, Al? It'll be less games. Right. Yeah. You've got to have the same amount of contact. Contact. Yep. Nine. Exactly right. Nine finals games. Well, then you have a wild card down the bottom for the... Yeah, exactly. The, the wild card. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. And we, see, we've fixed it. <laughs> so that that's the point about four. I totally agree. Like, you don't finish in the top four. You're just literally making up the numbers. So the four should be... Um, the only reason you don't do that is because more content for the broadcasters. You're up here, yeah. Sats. How are you going at Mooney Valley yeah. 2040 Club? Oh, I don't know what's happening. Uh, the Rand Vet. <laughs> Who's on Future History? Well, Future History is Podge and Dave from Hawks. It's yes. a so raw. It is a genuine raw. Podgy boy. Podgy. Gets in. Yeah. Well done, Aries boy. Are you kidding? Podge has won that. Yeah, Podge. Podge just won that. He's the guy who wasn't even originally in your team. And Check you, his phone. You yeah. went through and made a whole scene about it. He did, didn't and he? And. He's got come through the goods. I made a scene. Yeah. James Smythe made a Look scene. Look at my phone. Look at my phone. He messaged yeah, he did me. Do, he he did do that, me. didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. <laughs> no, did you notice that too, Sock? I noticed it. Just wondering. So yeah. on grand final day. Yes. With the grand final lists, two teams. If two t- grand final, grand final lists. lists. As in Les Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so the two te- if there's two lists. teams that finish – on equal points that are 16th and 17th. They win it. That's it. That's should it. they play to not get the wooden spoon? Mm, no. <laughs> no, no. They're really? in Bali. They're in Bali. Really? Uh, 18 10 storm over the Titans. 12 and a half minutes gone in the second half of that one. 2003 was also an uneventful grand final, wasn't it, Jimmy? That's Kev from Camden. Was it? Tell was us. it? Mm, wasn't. Well, yeah. Peter Flingos, God rest his soul, before he passed away. Greatest grand final he's ever watched. So I'm just saying. 2003? Yep. I still think... Do you know it was the fastest grand final until, I think it was 2000, fastest game in rugby league history. What do you so mean? So ball in action. Right. Ball in play. There was three penalties. Oh, wow. Who was, was the referee? F- Bill Harrigan. Right. First 15 minutes, three penalties. I think it was the fastest game, I think it was 2017 State of Origin, I think. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Isn't that good? Mm. Uh, call a protest, Sock. What about anything, I suppose, is the text message. Just to, uh, You can have that protest in the break. We'll be back with more. On the back of Marty Bella's story, <laughs> uh, boys, for bad neighbours, make ice cubes with Roundup in it. Throw it on their lawn and slowly kill off their lawn bit oh, by bit. wow. That's Lundy. Uh, may also know where some bodies Lundy's, are buried. Yeah. Lundy's got some Jeffrey Dahmer about it. A little bit of Dahmer. A mm. little bit of Dharma associated with that. Uh, now, Al, you wanted to raise a point here, Maestro. Well, I just wanted to talk to Sock because I meant to ask Coach oh, about sorry. last week. Oh, sorry. Do it words. in the break yeah, or something. Sorry. Yeah, I'm well too, Scott. <laughs> you look well. Yeah. Um, the South Africans test touring New Zealand, not taking any of their first string plays because it clashes with their South African T20 competition that's popped up, is the death of test cricket, which the bells have been ringing for, what, 40 years mm. about the death of test cricket. This might be another canary in the act- coal mine. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it out there. Well, it is, so their opening batter, um, I forget his name, but I'll go through a list of players who won't be a, p- a part of the team is Temba Bavuma, who's yep. skipper the side, yep. Aiden yep. Makram, 
Kagiso Rabada, Heinrich Klassen, Randy Van der Dusen, sorry about the Lungi Ngidi, Marco Jensen, Unrek Norkje, oh. and Kershiv Maharaj. So okay. they're at without those guys. Now, guys. out of that, that's probably nine guys that toured Australia yep. as a top three test nation in the world. And we're talking about some serious fast bowlers who are guns. So all of Marco them will be Jansen. out. Yeah, yeah. Lungi and Gidi. Um, so none of those players will be playing. Dean Algar's called it the C team that's going over to play Test cricket Ooh. in New Zealand. So essentially, they're just making money by staying home, playing their equivalent of the Big Bash. Right. That was my next question. Why are they not going? So are they at franchise cricket yet? Are they? Are some of those franchises in South Africa owned yes. by? The Indian franchise. That's right. So they've been bought into and selling TV rights. Very lucrative money, particularly for the players. Now, a lot of these players have already, someone like Faf Duplessis has already taken the the route of being a franchise player. Yep. So they go and take the low-hanging fruit in all these tournaments. He's playing in the Caribbean Premier League tournament Faf at the moment. Faf didn't get picked up in the draft for the T20 Big Bash here last time around? Uh, Is he that did right? eventually, yeah. He eventually got picked yeah, He got... was one of the big ones, and he didn't get picked up in that initial Correct. sort of round. Yeah, he wasn't picked up originally because he could only play six or seven games right. out of 14. Okay. And still had the hefty sum of $450,000. <laughs> yeah, right. So he still eventually got that. Um you know, which is staggering money. So essentially these IPL franchises own the teams over there and said, hey, you're going to have to prioritise the your local domestic tournament because we want the best players playing and we want to make this gravy for the for South African cricket board so they can make it stronger. You can understand, you know, the, the process of why they got in there. You don't have to agree with it. But you have to understand that they need money. They need to look after grassroots carry on the legacy of South African cricket and unfortunately test cricket's come to price. Are you done with... Uh, say BBL, you're going around again with the Sydney Sixers. So that's correct, Your Honour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now there's further accusations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, would you be open to going to Major League Cricket and having a run around in the USA? I, I would absolutely. It's just I don't think Major League Cricket would be interested in right. Okay. That balding, forty-two uh, <laughs> year old left arm slow finger spinner. You can get them anywhere. So yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be top of the pops. Uh, okay. But Steve Smith will be going there. He'll be playing one of the. He lives play in, New, in York. New York, wouldn't he? Yeah, so they've got um, caps of about 1.5 million. So they're, right. they're starting to slowly build again, owned by Indian Premier League teams. A cap of 1.5 million. Yeah, yeah for two very weeks. Very small. Yeah, that's USD. A, okay. So your best players there would get about 300,000 for two weeks. For two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Oh, about six or seven games. So here's here's the other thing, and this is why when we talk about Kid Leroy and mm. going to the USA. Here's, here's the point. The size of the market is extraordinary. Yep. And I know it's a little bit different for cricket because there's a huge expat uh, Asian community there, yeah. right? And they they love their cricket. Here's the other thing that I found really interesting. So a lot of those people with Asian background, Indian in particular, who have done so well in technology over there are the guys who are buying these teams mm. to play over there. So that link back to India and you get I, – I would suggest it would be a horrible time zone for them for India. Mm. Like the USA, like the US, one of the great um, difficulties around rugby league is that the two markets, the two time zones are 12 hours apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you imagine if UK was four hours yeah. and you go, right, I can watch this Super League game into this game. Yeah. You know, that where America and Australia sort of works. The NBA is the biggest turnover sport in Australia because the games tip off at 11 o'clock local time. Yeah, they yeah. do And too, they're yeah. every day. And, and, and that's right. And there's so many of them. That's right. Do you think cricket looks at that at all and goes, well, if we can tap into that American psyche of that side of things where they just put together so much content, they're professional sports, for baseball, which is a similar 
sport in terms of intensity, play 162 games in a regular season. I'm not saying that will ever happen in cricket, but do you think cricket looks at that, in particular these Indian franchises, and goes, oh, there's an opportunity here for us to tap into the American sort of culture of have playing more games and giving more content to the it's, broadcasters? It's continually a, a sticking point with the players and will continue to be. So they're all, you're always trying to buy bigger parts of the calendar. So you mm. always want to be relevant for longer. That's why you see basketball playing on Christmas Day yep. and mm. cricket will have the uh, WBBL standalone first because they want to dominate that sort of October, November, uh, move into – is Big Puppenhausen back on the field yet? Anyway, so your point is correct. This year we're going back from 14 games to 10 games. However, they're going to really make the content in school, uh, holiday period. Um, yep. They're going to make each game an event. They think that's a, a good yep. point. But it mixed around that you've got a World Cup – You've got a domestic Ashes series against Pakistan and West Indies. So you've got so much content, but all sports are trying to branch out and leach into as much of that calendar as possible. Dig into NRL territory, dig into AFL territory. Or the opposite, and that is less content. Yeah. But then that's where the NRL's got to look at what the NFL are doing. And I know the NFL have pushed out one more game, right? But less is more. Mm. Well, we can't. Less is more. 30% off the Big Bash this year because it's like people just were sick oh, of it yeah. and we've gone Absolutely. from five finalists to yeah. four because no one understood the final system. So tell us about that though. It, you've down, you're have you down like 35% of games, but you're up 50% on pay. Correct. How good's that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Quantity, quantity as opposed to quantity. Mm. 405 days since Ryan Pappenhausen has played rugby league. <clears> just take first touch. Field. And, and, and it, no, he just, you know yet. what he did there? He ran a decoy for Big Nelson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> give it a Paps, give it a Paps. Oh, they've given it to Nelson. Oh, dear. Uh, so we're looking looking for his first touch here. There we go, Pappy. He's got to take him on. Oh, Tino just drags him to ground. 17 and a half minutes remaining. Good part about it. He's got oh, no he's... strapping. No strapping on his knee at all. Which Hair is great remains. He's flowing. playing in the middle. Where's he playing there? He's in the just, just yeah, roving just around. Just roving around. He is playing. I think full he's fullback. He is. Yep. Oh, he scored over. again. Christian Welsh. Get him on the program. Well, Let him have his say. No. No, we <laughs> Not until he retires. Yeah. Okay. So Harry Grant said he deliberately doesn't give him the ball because they want to see him. Because he, he said we did deliberately don't give him the ball because we want to see him do a nudie because he showers <laughs> in his undies. <laughs> and Christian Welsh is a shower in the yeah, undies. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said. But the message didn't get to young Garlic, Bronson Garlic, because oh. he was the one that fired the ball yeah, to him for his first. Well, first Harry's try. just got him over for another one. Yeah. Try assist Harry Grant. Christian Welsh gets his second. I remember we were doing the uh, Crunch Time program on a Sunday two weeks ago, and Steve from Dubbo said, oh, is Tommy Costigan on? Can you give me a first try score? And he went, oh, yeah, uh, Christian Welsh. And everyone went, you're an idiot, Tom. Yeah. Tommy Crashed over fans. first try yeah. after about 12 minutes. So. <laughs> Genius, exactly. Uh, seventh try in 140 games. You, you had a much better strike rate than that. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard um, that he, both he and his brother have a Son of the Year award in the family? Who? The Welsh family. You're kidding. Every, every year. Every year. <laughs> Who is that? John Eels. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, just wow. talking about Tubbers, I've got a photo of John oh. Eels from uh, the waist up. But, yeah. yeah. Um, or waist the down. Welsh family, <laughs> mum and dad, they have the Son of the Year, both he and his brother. And You're so, kidding. yeah, so at Christmas, they've got a trophy and everything for it. You are kidding. They do not. <laughs> Google it. I want you to Google it before we, before we go to the end of the show, which is very soon. This, two is, minutes. Parent, this is interesting parenting. So yeah. it's the Welsh son of the year. Right. And so this is one. Is he obsessed with something of the year? Lawn of the year? Yeah. Son of the year? How many of the years have you won? Mm. Jimmy's oh, got, very interested in this because he's going to bring it into his own house. <laughs> 
Poor old Bernie. Still getting it. <laughs> well, hang on. As, as his brother, Jonathan. That's it. The son of a church organist, Jonathan Welsh, developed a passion Is for music him? from a young no, that's age. Not him. No, that's uh, not he's the young Australian of the year. <laughs> Sorry, Christian. Score, as many, that's score a double today. You're still not winning. So there's this one year where Christian had played in a, a series sweep at Origin. He'd won a comp, everything. He still didn't win Son of the oh. Year because he's, he's, the other brother had, had done something with charity and everything. So, Well, well there's no possible way that I'm going to use that yeah. or make it Child of the Year, include Avery as well. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you, boys. That's it. Good stuff. Did, well, did you enjoy it, Jim? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know it. you've done it once before, but yeah. you've tried to really change the rules of this one. I felt like you owned it today. It yeah. was personal. It was good. Thank mm. you, yeah. Steve. I think was you that really a, took was it that to a heart. Of, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. It was nice. You took it to heart. Uh, 24-16, and Pappy's had another run, and he's up, and he's okay, and he's about. So Great stuff. Good there we go. It is good. Uh, enjoy the footy tonight, and when do we hear you next on air? You're on Monday? Monday nights. Monday nights. Right. When are you back in, Socky? Uh, big fill-in player. So whenever there's a Tiger hole. hole? Yeah. Stephen O. Pappenhausen. Could be, could be next, could be never. You never know. You never know, <laughs> uh, everyone. Uh, so go the Roosters against the Tigers and go the Raiders against the Broncos. Broncos. Crunch time from midday tomorrow. Justin Horro, James Come on the Tigers. Come on the Tigers.